0: Today on GamerHead Radio, episode 172, we go over all of the biggest news from E3 2016, break it down for you company by company, try and get as much information from this last week to you as we possibly can. Buckle in, it's a long one because there's a lot to talk about. GamerHead Radio starts now. Welcome to episode 172 of Gamerhead Radio, where we are covering everything E3 2016. I am Charlie, Technotronicorn
1: Worthley. Candy Mountain, Charlie. I am Jonathan Santiago, aka Fallon Flynn. Corvius for Villains, come on! I'm GOAT. You sound so sad. You sounded like you should not be GOAT and maybe you should be fucking Eeyore this week. I'm <laughs> GOAT. That, that was, that was, that well, was that's more.
0: was already right. trademarked. <laughs> more than usual, I mean, just, just one of these times I want you to be like, get on, go, just to, just to freak everybody out, maybe Halloween or April Fool's yeah. or something, just for the fun of it, um, so welcome everybody, um, so uh, if uh, long-time listeners will know that uh, around this time every year for E3, we do our predictions episode, which we did record before E3, so everything that we said in that was valid predictions, even though we didn't post it till yes. afterwards, but it still counts. Um. And then uh, now, now that all the press conferences are over and most of the announcements are out, we're just going to do a quick news summary, and then our next episode, this coming Sunday at our normal recording time of 8 p.m., we'll be going through and analyzing all the news Now after we've given it time to uh, digest and everything. Um, so let's go ahead and jump right into it. Once again, this is just going to be a news roundup, probably some very light commentary as we're talking just naturally, but uh, um, the, the majority of our, of our thoughts and feelings on the matter we're going to save for our next show. Um, but so jumping right into E3, uh, e Well, we're going to go in chronological order, so we'll do EA's presentation first. Um, and they started with John. I bet you're excited, Titanfall 2.
1: <laughs> that, is, um, that is
0: the sound of a man squee, ladies and gentlemen.
1: I am. I am very excited. I, I mean, um, I have thoughts. I have thoughts about it because it's not. It's not entirely what i think Thought it was going to be, if that makes any sense. Um, so they, they put out two trailers for this. One was the single player uh, campaign, which everybody pissed and moaned that there was not one in the first game. So fans of the I, series, that was that was me. That was yes, me correct. But fans of the series are excited that they're doing that because now it gives them a reason to own the game beyond playing multiplayer. Um, the multiplayer trailer, they added some things. There's like this crazy grappling hook that you can launch yourself up surfaces with, or like Use to attach to enemy titans to pull yourself past them to catapult yourself at your titan which is unmanned and it'll catch you midair and then throw you inside of it which is just fucking cool man yeah um and then there are some people complaining about one of the titans which is called a Ronin and it's very like it has like a samurai sword and it does really kind of exaggerated movements for a big giant uh, hulking robot so people are a little concerned that maybe they're going to make it too arcadey or silly I uh, as long as that stuff's balanced and it's only that one titan that does that I don't care otherwise I'm excited for it
0: yeah the um and like John said the the addition of the single player is probably about the um yeah, it's, like, it's like we knew it was coming we, we've known a lot of the, the this stuff is coming because if you're paying attention uh b- almost everything that we're going to talk about here was leaked in some fashion uh b- before the show started so this is one of those things that but sucks. the single player well <laughs> yeah
1: like like why you want to ruin video game Christmas a-holes
0: well for
1: clicks is the reason yeah clicks. fuck that shit <laughs> Somebody needs a punch of the bracket.
0: Uh, go. I just out a curiosity. Let's say that you were uh, in possession of proprietary um, news or information. Would you uh, would you anonymously sell that information if uh, for, for for for
1: fundage? Crickets. <laughs> we hear crickets. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, he had a tiny oh stroke. He can't move his face. <laughs> no.
2: No, my internet's being a bit slow, so I think I missed the uh, the fact that it was uh, directed at me. <laughs> oh, ah. <laughs> well, that'll do. it. Yeah. So, oh, you're asking if I would um, sell trade secrets for uh, monetary uh, gainment? Anonymously, yes. Huh, yeah, sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I um. I mean, anonymously, fine. I mean, if I got to put my name on it, it's an extra ten grand. But <laughs> well, now
0: everybody, everybody now we we now go its price. So um, so at least at least that that's published information. Um, so yeah. Um, a word. <laughs> um, so yeah, and then uh, EA continued and uh, went to the completely expected route and of announcing Madden NFL 17. Um,
2: man. Wait, didn't, oh that's Right, it's the twenty-fifth anniversary. We skipped numbers. I forgot. We're back to like chronological order. <laughs> oh, right, right, right.
1: Do I was like, how, do how we, did we get back to seventeen?
2: We were at twenty-five.
1: <laughs> do we do the the um the diplomatic thing and discuss Madden for the people out there listening who might who might actually play these games, or do we just go like? Like we don't really give a shit. So <laughs> Well
0: I I know that I know that all three of us aren't it's... particularly interested in sports games, but but my thing with Madden is um that I, it doesn't appear that there's really anything new. Like anything like it, it appears to be just the another seven. Madden game, unless I missed it.
2: Not, you know hey, They got this really slick seven. And they slapped <laughs> it on the box.
1: Well one of the one of the features that they're touting for it is is that so it used to be if you started like a franchise uh, team and you wanted to play all the way, like in a season, a simulated season, all the way to the Super Bowl. It took it took a while. It was kind of a time commitment. So they have this, like, shortened version of the games themselves, like each game, so that they're saying if you wanted to take your team from opening game through the Super Bowl and complete an entire season, you can do that in a weekend now, which apparently was not, you know, it, was, it took a lot longer to get that done uh, if you wanted to do that, so... That's one thing they were touting, and and when I watched the press conference portion of it, they had they, they kind of segued into the esports portion of their conference after this, but they, they got together two of the top Madden players in the world, like kind of arguably the top two players, and they interviewed both of them, and it was fucking cringeworthy, man. It was just cringeworthy. The yeah. uh, Charlie, you know what I'm talking about when they were talking to that one guy, and he's just like, you know, uh, I get people all the time on Twitter you know, uh, ask me to play them and stuff to tell you they could beat me. And, you know, like, I just tell them, like, who was it? Um, it was it Muhammad Ali that he referenced? No, it was uh, another no boxer. Players. I think was it was it? Floyd Floyd Mayweather, I think. He's like, you know, Floyd Mayweather, you know, wouldn't, wouldn't fight an amateur, and so I just don't, you know, I don't acknowledge those people or something like that. And I was like, what a giant fucking douchebag you are. You are not. Yeah. I'm sorry, sir. You are not by any stretch of the imagination an athlete. And while Floyd Mayweather is a well-documented douchebag, you are a different kind of douchebag. I found that to be very fucking unflattering and very pretentious. But that's just me.
3: Yeah, it didn't.
0: It didn't really do a very good job of putting esports in a very positive light, if you ask me. No. Mm. Um, I mean, I mean, which is, which is, I mean, don't don't get me wrong, uh, viewers and listeners. I'm not under the infl- I'm not under the uh, the. Uh, are like these two gentlemen, but they they possibly picked the least two likable people that they could have for this segment. It yes. was not good. Yes. Um, but yeah, um, but yeah, no, the I suppose the upside, though, you know, the other guy was the yeah, that player. yeah, I I'd, I'd agree with that, but but still, I mean, well, hum, more humble, I wouldn't say humble, like, humble like humble more like, but. Um, yeah, I mean the the upside though is that with with a company like EA, you know, being very upfront about the fact that they're taking esports seriously, I mean that's good for esports. So um, yeah. there is that. And then I do remember that they were talking about also about the, like the online, um, like the you know, like the you know, I like, like like league functionality of 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 Madden. It seems like they're doing a lot with um with uh,
1: furthering the online uh, components that also feed into yeah. that esports conversation. So Everybody's trying cool. to get a slice of the pie right now, man. That is, we talked about that while you were out of town last week. It ain't going away, man. It's just going to get bigger, and people are going to want more and more of it. So,
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah, that sounds right. And then um, from there, they did a complete 180 once again. It is several complete 180s between, yeah. like, you'd think that they would talk about, like, all the sports together and all, like, the non-sports stuff, but I suppose that would make people tune out that aren't interested in sports. You so know, maybe that's that, a
1: And, and I, I would be willing to bet that they probably do it for pacing so that, you know, you don't – you don't lose the people who aren't interested in sports because when they, whenever EA right. does their sports stuff, they tend to ramble a little bit. Like they, they, they let it go on for too long, I think sometimes. But
0: yeah, no, yeah. agreed. Uh, but yeah, no. Then they did a, a complete 180, and they flipped over to uh, then the uh, showing barely a little bit more than they showed the last time they talked about it of Mass Effect Andromeda. Um, yeah. As excited as I am for the next Mass Effect game, I, um, I mean, what they showed was cool, but, I mean, like, it was barely more than concept art. We don't know anything about this. Yeah, no, I mean, like, we we know that they're going to the Andromeda Galaxy and that it's, like, a new world and, like, new aliens and blah, 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 except there's more of the same old aliens, like, you know.
1: They implied that you are, like, it's far enough away from where you come from that you are kind of the alien in this. So, like, if you're playing a human character, then maybe you won't see humans or many humans like you do in the original series is kind of what they implied
0: so, yeah, it looks good. I'll give it that well, much. Yeah, sure. what
1: they showed looks really sharp. I just I, I kind of feel like for as long as this game has been out there in the wild, they're not they're not showing. It's they they could they should have shown more. I was expecting a gameplay trailer of some sort or at least a better announcement trailer than the one that they gave us last year. Uh, which I was not thrilled with the one we had last year. Yeah. Well, the
0: one they well, the one they showed last year was almost 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 pointless. Yeah, um, yeah. Especially, and I know that I don't know this is what you're referring to, but with the way that they treated the male and female Shepard um, thing, is is that what you're referring to? That, about you not being pleased with it?
1: No, I, I meant more just about it was it was kind of a non-trailer. You know what I mean? Like there was so little right. it, when they announced it. It was barely even. It was barely relevant to Mass Effect. Uh, is kind of my feeling. So.
0: Yeah. Um, before we move on, we do have a quick question from a uh, from uh, a friend and listener and viewer, uh, Ricky Keller. He asks, uh, "How do you guys feel about the all new characters for the new Mass Effect?" Um, I don't. It's hard to feel anything about them. I think because we <laughs> don't really know anything about them.
1: Um, um, I'm excited for whatever prospects they're going to put together for it because realistically, uh, Bioware, if they're good at anything, I think that they're they're good at making, especially with Mass Effect, they're good at making believable. Races and species, you know what I mean. Like you, if you played those original games, you know in your mind who the Asari are, you know who the Krogan are, and they all. I mean, they may be built on archetypes for other science fiction molds and backgrounds, but they're distinctive enough that uh, you know. And I remember when they, when they, uh, when I, when you first meet uh, Thane Krios in the second game. Oh God, I fucking loved him. Everything about him, his design, everything. You know, and they just every time they add races to that universe they're always standout. so i'm stoked crazy stoked
0: yeah yeah i'm definitely so pros- at the possibility and well i mean the, the uh, you know the uh, the fact that we are getting new races i just don't know yeah. anything about them so i, I can't form an opinion that Goat, have you played any mass effect yet i know it i know i remember you saying that you broke the seal on it like did you spend any real time with it yet or am i misremembering that
2: no no i never i never broke the seal i just bought it it's still sealed
0: Oh, I remember, he, I, I, I remember that was the case a while ago, but I thought I remember you saying that you broke the seal on that. It must have been something else you broke the seal on that you have been sitting on for a while. Uh, I don't remember what yeah. it was, but... It's, do it's, you... it's
2: hard to keep track of all the ceilings.
0: Yeah, and that's fair. Um, do you... Does the uh, does the eventuality of another Mass Effect um, give you any drive to play the older games at all, just out of curiosity?
2: No, because I'm just going to wait until all four of them are in a box set. <laughs> and rebuy the first three? <laughs> Yes, yes. No. Okay. Because they'll just be a nice little – they have to be together. I can't have that weird odd case sitting next to the three and <laughs> <in> one.
0: Do <laughs> you do that with movies too? I know people that rebuy box sets like every time like a new movie and like a series comes out.
1: I know a bunch of people. Like I used to be one of those people. Um, I can't – I just can't justify it anymore. Can't keep yeah. doing that. yeah, yeah. Um, and then from then, uh, they went on
0: to talk about um, their EA Access program, which, if you're not an Xbox uh, One owner, you might not be familiar with. EA Access is basically a service that they offer on the uh, on the Xbox One, where um, if uh, for in exchange for a monthly subscription fee, relatively low, if I remember right, I think it's only like five or six bucks, something like that, a month. Uh, it's like Netflix pricing. Um, yeah, it might it might it might be even like four or five. Um, I think it's thirty like, uh,
1: for the
2: year. I was looking into it.
0: I think That's thirty not, year
1: Honestly not terrible for how few yeah. of their games I intend to buy during the course of the year. Yeah,
0: but um, what uh, in exchange for your monthly fee, um, you basically get two things. One is that you get um, early access to games that you would also buy through their their web store. Um, so if you're planning on, so for uh, any of the games that we're talking about here, um, if you were to, on top of paying a monthly fee, then pay the presumably the full retail, you know, fifty nine ninety nine for a digital copy of the game, you would get to play it a week. I think typically a week early. Hmm. Um, uh, you would also get to um, have access to their um, uh, to a uh, their vault, which is basically a collection of um, like older like older um, uh, games that you could play on uh, on uh, on the Xbox One for for free with your membership. It's like uh, Battlefield 4, Peggle 2, like like the, all the sports games, of course. But it's it's never the current stuff. It's always like games that are like a year old or so at least.
1: Yeah, yeah. Which. Um. Given how few games I've been able to play by them in the last year, that's really uh, like probably haven't played 90% of those that are a year old or more. Yeah.
0: Um, when I first looked at it, like Battlefield 4, when when it initially came out, was the only game that interested me on there, and. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, with, 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 with the amount of time it takes me to get through a game, typically, it makes make more sense for me to just wait and buy it, especially because I just bought it last week for $4. I bought the game, both that and Hardline, for $4.99.
1: <laughs> Woo! Sales. Let, um, me, let me tell you this, since you just brought it up really quick, as not to deviate too far from the point of today's show. Um, I don't care for Hardline's multiplayer, but the... I actually enjoyed Hardline's attempt at, kind of like Quantum Break, like a serialized television show-style presentation to the single-player campaign. It's fairly short, but I recommend playing it. It was re- it was a lot of fun. But I like the multiplayer for Battlefield 4. It was really cool.
0: Yeah, no, you, it was your... Re- View of the single player back when you have been waiting for a sale because um, yeah. Michelle and I we watch a lot of like you know, c- you know cop serial TV show dramas and with the way that it's presented from what you described I think you know, Michelle might actually enjoy watching this one but yeah it was we cool. digress yeah it's cool uh, but yeah so they, they talked a little bit about more of that and um, just to just sort of amped it up um, uh, no real new announcements in that it just other than mentioning that all of these games that they're announcing are of course going to be available early for you know EA Access subscribers yeah, yeah, yeah. um. And then they went on to talk about their EA Play to Give charitable program, which is kind of a, a neat thing. Um, EA uh, doing a little bit of uh, PR, um, you know, uh, recovery because you yeah. know EA is famously not considered to be an awesome company. Um, uh, but uh, uh, John, how would you how would you summarize their the Play to Give program?
1: So the Play to Give program, the way that they described it is there will be they will donate. Uh, to charity, based on um, challenges that are in the games, certain games that connect to those charities or respective charities. So, like if you complete certain in-game challenges, a certain amount of money will be given to X charity. So, like some of the charities that are involved with it are uh, the uh, the UN He for She initiative, um, the National Center for Women and Information Technology, SpecialEffectCode.org, and Code 2040. Um, so. Essentially, they're gonna. Do- what they'll do is during this particular time. It's for a limited period of time. It's a limited window. Um, they're gonna do. At, at the end of this this coming week, they're gonna donate a million dollars to these charities in celebration of inclusivity and developing future game creators. Um, kind of cool, man. I mean, and really, like, they could have said, "We're gonna donate, you know, twenty grand or a hundred grand." Um, let's. So, I mean, that's. A million dollars is a lot of money, dude. Is it for EA, though? <laughs> no. I mean, it's a million dollars to me. But you know, do, a... do most game studios give this charitably this often? I think not. Or not that often. Just do they usually give that much? I don't think so.
0: No, fair, fair. I mean, don't get me wrong. its uh, I mean, a million dollars is better than no dollars. I just, yeah, um, yeah. you know. And, you know, the charities that they picked are kind of cool. They're doing, like, um, like a Code.org, um, code 2040 um, special effect. Um, uh, uh, the uh, the uh, National Center for Women in Information Technology, which I think is a cool standout, yeah. um, and the UN He for She Initiative, which you know some of these I wasn't familiar with before uh, before watching this, but they all seem to be reputable you know charities, so that's always a good mm-hmm. thing. Code.org is an awesome charity. Um, so um, you know just just teaching people how to how to code and all that. Um, but yeah, I mean, so you know, good. Um, you know, it's uh, I, I think I think EA is probably in a position to be able to do more, but I'm glad that they're doing something. I'll I guess I'll just leave it at that. Yeah. Um, uh, and from there they moved on to FIFA 17, which I think is is the it's weird. I, I it's 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 I'm gonna say soccer because we're in America. I mean, for the rest of the, I know to the rest of the world it's football, but just so I don't yes. confuse myself, I'm gonna say soccer. Um, it's a it's a soccer game with a plot, which just yeah. pff, what I um. Uh, this is, this is, I, John, how did you, how did you take this?
1: Um, it was awkward. I'm going to call it awkward because yeah. the, they, they had a professional football player, you know, soccer player on stage to kind of announce the entire thing. So so I'm to...
0: sorry, is is he actually a soccer player or is he like a character, like an actor and a character they made up for this game?
1: No, he's a professional soccer player. Really. Is he? Okay. Yeah, yeah. And, see, um... I, I don't I don't I don't follow sport in the slightest. So I didn't know. This is okay. I believe the same guy who came out and, and did FIFA's presentation last year. But the thing is, is no, like... no no
0: no, no, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm reading an article now. It is fictional Premier League player oh, Alex really? Hunter. He is not a real player, he's an actor.
1: Oh, okay, never mind. So it's the guy that's in the trailer. I don't I didn't pick up on that. But here's the thing. He um he is he was awkward, man, on stage. He was just kind of like really intense and kind of in your face and yeah. saying things very passionately, but in such a manner that was just awkward to me. Um, the trailer itself—he's a and... soccer player, John. Oh, well, but he's, but he's not. He's an actor. That's the thing. Yeah, that was my mistake. <laughs> well, okay. Sorry. I for, I, for some
0: <laughs> reason I thought he was. But I'm they saying have a, real soccer it all makes s- last year. I thought sense. It was
3: guy.
2: That makes sense. He's all in your face, acting like a soccer player.
0: Well
2: there you go, that's true. Yeah. And in which He's case they did a
1: the fantastic job. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the trailer itself though was they it was really dramatic and they built it up like it was like a almost like a sports movie trailer. But it almost had like a like if you took the soccer paint off of it and made it like you know, young dude climbs the ladder kind of a thing, it could be, like, you could take the, the skin off of it and make it, like, a mafia trailer or, like, a, a gangster trailer or, you know, like, hip-hop, like, record mogul trailer or, like, it was it was really odd. That trailer was super odd.
0: Uh, eight words that describes all of those things that you just said. Um, Hot-headed newbie gets in over his head. I think that was it.
3: Good job. Um, yeah. yeah. Good um, job. Well done. It,
0: it pretty much what it comes down to. Like, it, it, the, um, uh, the for, to be clear, the only reason why I'm even familiar with this movie is because it came out when I was working in a movie theater and I had to put together the, the – actually put the you know the reels together because I worked in the projection booth. And then screen it afterwards to make sure it was put together right and not broken or anything. But it basically it's like if you've ever seen the movie Any Given Sunday, it's that but soccer. Really yeah, is what it comes yeah, down that's
1: to. What, it just looks like you could, you could slap whatever, you know, sports movie featuring a young, you know – brash kid on it
0: and that would be it. But like a serious sports movie, not like The Replacement's kind of a sports movie. No, uh, no, yeah, no. yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: Very dramatic. Yeah.
0: But uh, you know, it's um, it'll be interesting to see how that how that's received once it actually comes out. I think that'll 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 depend heavily on how well it's done. I mean, this is the kind of thing where I mean, like you, they're they're really mixing the other apples and oranges here. Yeah. And um so uh it, it they're I, I feel like if they don't do it just right, like yeah. you I know, mean, the um
1: you know the uh,
0: the reviews and the, the sales could really go against with, them.
1: like Madden Have they really? Stuff too. Yeah, they've I mean look up a couple of the previous like Madden like uh, career or and then some of the boxing games. Their boxing games did this the fight night games and stuff like they've tried to do like super dramatic like storytelling type sports games before and it hmm. is always and like it, like the NBA games really awkward shit man. Like maybe maybe they're good for the people who play them, but they just look come off really kind of. You know? Huh, okay. okay. I better be almost careful like, with this. Almost like, almost like tropey and stereotypey. I don't know. Bad, <laughs> oh. Yeah.
0: Um, okay. And then from there, they went on to EA Originals, which I think is pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, this is this is this is definitely one of the more favorite things that they talked about um, during their um, during uh, their EA's press conference. Basically, what they're doing is they are going up, they are seeking out um, really promising-looking indie uh, games and developers, basically taking them under their wing. And I mean, the impression that I got, John, correct me if I'm wrong on this, but the impression that I got is that they're basically saying we think you have a great idea. We're basically going to help you make that happen. And like, they get all the money. They, they, they specifically said like the, the gentleman presenting, I don't remember his name, but he bit, he, he made a point of saying like all the profits go to them. Like, we, we are just like we are doing this for like it's it seemingly the uh, the sole the the, the the primary intention of helping indie fa- indie games that you know, developers that might not be able to do it on their own just like mm-hmm. seeing something awesome just helping them make it happen just for the sake of awesome games I mean that was the impression that I got um, and, um, and John would you say that that's well, fair your apartment
2: did well. Uh, yeah well yeah
1: um, yeah I would I would I would say that's relatively accurate um, the thing is is that I think um, I think that EA is trying to get in on the the indie train. A lot of the other, like you know, Ubisoft has a uh, UB Arts and uh, you know you've got you've just got different studios that that work better with Like Microsoft, has, for the last couple of years at E3 has been heavily touting trying to be you know ID at Xbox, and I right. mean uh, like I I think that this is just EA's kind of late-to-the-party attempt to, to get in on it. And not that it's a bad thing. I think it's cool. Like, there should be more involvement on that. And uh, it sounds like the way that they're structuring their program, that there is, um, you know, dare I say it, a fairness to it. So we'll see. If, yeah. You know.
0: Yeah, they they called out last year's Unravel as being, um you know, like an indie, uh, indie game that was not part of this program, but just one that they, you know, just an indie game that they put out just to kind of make people go, yeah, oh, yeah, they have done an indie game before. But um, the first game that's actually part of this program is a game that's just called I think it's fe. It's just fe, and but yeah, I, I believe it's right. pronounced fe. Um, what was and, the first thing
1: you thought of looking at this, Charlie?
0: <laughs> um, a little bit of Ori in the blind forest.
1: A lot of Ori in the blind forest. It's
0: it's actually actually so so I took notes. Here here's some of my notes while I was watching <laughs> all these just because I have a horrible memory. Um, and my notes on this one are Ori meets Journey.
1: That's fair. I, I'll take that.
0: Um, it's um, especially in the fact that you've got like a little little like you know big-eared funny like you know nondescript creature thing is the main character very ori esque yeah, um, yeah. The um, the uh, um, and then you know there's there's a lot of where Journey had a lot of like like a more geometric design aesthetic to it um, where Ori was all about the art and the beauty, like the whole world looked painted and like, you know, in, in the way it was made where journey looked a little more like, uh, you know, geometric, like I said, um, it's, it's kind of the journey aesthetic meets the Ori world, which I don't know, I'm all for it. I'm i
2: uh, I'll, I'll play it. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm interested. Go, did you have a chance to look at this one at all? Oh uh, yeah, a little bit. I, I was getting confused there for a second because for some reason, my mind was like, "Oh, Ori meets Journey the band," and that would be <laughs> a fun game. That's fucking like, terrible. Know, just Ori man. standing there screaming, "Don't stop believing." That kind of thing uh, was just rolling through no, my head.
1: God, dope. that's
2: boy. No, it looks like another artistic thing. You know, I mean, nice yeah, started the... the Ori.
0: <laughs> yeah, um, I'll do a quick. Uh... Screen quick, capture, uh, screen share. Yeah, you guys can see that, right? Yeah. 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 So no, I get. Um, yeah, I see that now. Yeah. So it, it's definitely got like, except it's it's 3D. It's not 2D like *Ori and the Blind Forest* was. But I mean, like yeah. with the with the way that the creatures are designed and everything, just just to me is, a, but in journey style. that's um, oh, yeah. Least it's that, a so.
1: Very similar visual style. Yeah. It's definitely
0: stolen. <laughs> Borrowed. <laughs> inspired we're gonna go with inspired inspired <laughs> um yeah, looks in- fun, though. influenced um but yeah no it's um uh yeah like i said i'll i'll definitely play it um review is pending of course but uh, but yeah um looks promising is is what i have in my notes um mm-hmm. and then let's see from then uh EA went on to talk about their star wars other uh, all their various star wars things um, yes. So John, um, I, I believe out of the three of us you are the biggest Star Wars fan of the group so what was your reaction
1: to all these things? Um, you know, it's so funny uh, of everything that they're touting I am probably most excited for the Amy Hennig uh, Star Wars game which of which they sh- barely showed anything there was like a um, a single screenshot that was sort of shared for it, which I'll screen share it so you guys can take a look at it, but it was like a half second of, like, running footage. It really wasn't anything. But uh, th- this, this is it. I mean, it, it's really attractive uh, in, in the very small amount of moving footage that they showed. Um, but, it, you know, it was not anything breathtaking. And I have faith in Amy Hennig as a writer and a storyteller, so I'm most excited for her game. Um, dating back to the Legacy of Kane games, like I loved her fucking games, man. That's where I her name became filed away in my index of awesome um, during that time, you know. But they EA did like a whole rundown of everything that they're doing. They are almost trying to like. They're leaning so heavily on the Star Wars license because it's so hot right now that I'm afraid that they're going to overdo it and burn it out, which is a kind of a bummer. So they've got just to give you an idea, um, they've got. Dice, Criterion, Visceral, Bioware, uh, Respawn, and Capital Games all working on Star Wars games. Uh, several of which have still not been announced. So, where like Respawn are the ones making Titanfall? And they very lightly touched on that, barely said anything. Didn't barely said anything about the Criterion game. Uh, Dice, they're doing the next. Um, you know. Um, Star Wars Battlefront, and they they used, they made the terrible fucking mistake of using the terminology. We're gonna build on the foundation of the first game and give you Force Awakens themed levels and characters. And like, all right, first of all, that shit should have been in the first fucking game because I really <laughs> enjoyed Battlefront, but it's barely a game. There's barely anything in there, even now after it's been out for quite a while. They're, I'm not thrilled with how Dice has handled that that game I, I think there's a lot of shit wrong with it and I think they need to fix it and they're just gonna they're gonna call a duty that series and that makes me kind of sad yeah um, we'll, uh,
0: well we'll digress we'll yeah. from saving you know just just because otherwise this will be a three hour show we won't yeah, uh, yeah. spend too much analysis on, on these on these guys so you know, say you know come back to our ne- next episode to um, so we can have a proper conversation yeah. about some of these yeah. things but um, one, one
1: last thought on that really quick and I'll move on Jade Raymond um, who we've talked about on the show a lot VP of motive games uh, and visceral and used to be in charge of the Assassin's Creed series prior to leaving when she worked at Ubisoft. I, I had saw two people do this during the course of the weekend. When you are talking to gamers watching you pitch your product and you are there to celebrate video games, for the love of God, do not in the middle of this Star Wars video refer to your games that are on deck as the portfolio of Star Wars games. You sound like a shithead. <laughs> Nobody likes corporate bubble babble. Don't do it. It just made it made me cringe. Press that's on. That's fair. That's fair.
0: Um and then they finished up with um uh, probably their biggest uh, one of their biggest games that's on on deck for them and that's Battlefield 1 uh which is um um I th- I think oh, I, I I think well I think we predicted um um, I think at the start of the year that um, either Call of Duty or Battlefield was going to finally go back to old, you know, old war games again. Um, and I believe, I believe we got this one right here um, yeah. Battlefield One is going back to World War One, and yeah. um, and uh, they're uh, they're 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 taking um, uh, you know a, you know a lot of the aesthetics from that, but they're also like the the, the big new thing with their multi. First, first, first of all, the game looks amazing. I mean, it's using Frostbite. Frostbite is an amazing engine. Um, But, uh, the, uh, the, the, you know, kind of the cool thing they're doing, especially in the, uh, the multiplayer aspects is they're bringing in basically like, uh, I forget what they call them, but it's essentially like capital vehicles, um, and not just ships because there's, there's like a war train. It's like a train that's like loaded with cannons and guns that you can control. Um, there's, uh, there's basically a giant Zeppelin, um, with, um, uh, you know, that has, uh, you know, weapons all over it, you know, and you're fighting like biplanes and stuff like that, which I think is pretty cool. Mm. Um, and then there was a third one that they mentioned that I can't, uh, that I'm not seeing in front of me right now, I believe, but, um. You know, and then um, in, uh, in 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 confusing EA attempt at being you pop culturally relevant fashion, they then like had some sort of multiplayer demo with Jamie Foxx and Zac Efron. Which what? <laughs> um, yeah. uh, okay, sure. You, okay, I mean nothing against the two of them that as actors, but why why, why are they there?
1: there? That bit wasn't kind of uncomfortable. You know. Yeah, they.
0: A... Even, even they, even the actors looked like. Yep, I'm here because of the paycheck, and that's it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, it was very, very weird.
2: Um, but yeah, the, the. That's um, yeah, kind of the two worst people you could have demo a World War One game.
0: Yeah.
3: yeah Zachary Fren. They were
2: there.
0: And they remembered it. <laughs> I mean, I don't know how old Jamie Foxx is, but yeah, Zach Fren. I'm pretty sure I'm older than him. Yeah, that um, will- yeah. Um, but, yeah, no, very confusing stuff. Um, I mean, are they are they well-known as being gamers? Like, that, that would be news to
1: me if they were. Um, I no. actually don't know. I, I couldn't answer yeah. that question. Yeah, no, I don't think so.
2: No, their agents are really good. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so that was it for um, EA for the most part. Um, the... Uh, no real surprises as far as EA was, EA was concerned. I mean, I don't think we really got... I mean, I, the biggest surprise for me out of everything that EA showed and talked about was the fact that FIFA 17 has a plot, <laughs> which um, is not exactly a great surprise as far as
2: I'm concerned. So. <laughs> um,
0: but uh, any but Charlie, I mean, it's
2: got a story. They, you have to um, play it
0: now. No, 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 I do not. <laughs> um, <laughs> do... Uh, uh, before we move on to um, to Bethesda, any, any just general impressions over uh, EA's uh, conference from you guys? Um,
1: they of of the bigger the the bigger companies, not counting the big three, um, it was really just Ubisoft and them, and then the, the PC game show. Um, of the the more popular people displaying this weekend, I think that they had the weakest conference easily. It was agreed. It's kind of awkward. And and, uh, it's not that it was bad, it just wasn't, they they really didn't have enough to bring to showcase. They could have just lumped in all of their release stuff into everybody else's platform uh, stuff, and that would have been fine.
0: Which they did, I'm pretty sure we saw that Battlefield 1 trailer about four times throughout the weekend, but um,
3: yeah.
2: They have to to remind you that it's the fifth one that they're calling 1, because that works so well for Xbox, and they're naming their system. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually don't hate the name Battlefield One. I
0: think it kind of makes you go like, hmm? and then you ask like, like, why is it called that? Oh, it's World War One. I. I think it's. I think actually it's kind of it's a it's a smart name for what considering like, what the game is I, about. Yeah. I
2: get the idea, a, but they should have called it like Battlefield WW One. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I could definitely have seen that. Um.
0: All right, so let's move on to the Bethesda, um, which um had a lot of surprises, a lot of really great stuff. I thought. Um, starting with. Quake, what the heck? I mean, Quake is back, which I think is just awesome. I mean, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah,
1: really unexpected.
0: Yeah, argue, and now it it appears to be tournament only. So basically, like, um, like it's the Unreal tournament of Quakes, um, which is not is not a bad thing. I mean, um, you know, it's it kind of loses me a little bit there, but I mean, you know, it's, um, you know, I mean, back in the day when um, you know, when you know there weren't a lot of like competitive i mean like well i mean quake really was the first like one of the first like you know you know it was kind of revolutionized um you know uh, you know competitive um you know like land gaming and things like that it was the first you know first person shooter that actually um, was um uh, you know where where doom was a first person shooter where you had multiplayer but the way the maps were constructed you could never be on top of another, per, like, the levels were never, they were only textured, you know, they they, they you would never, like, go up a stair, like, you, you could never be on top of each other. I'm explaining this really poorly. Quake was the first one that was full, like, polygonal in that you could actually, like, you know, have, like, verticality to a level is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, and yeah, so yeah, it was, it was, was it? Arm, yeah, 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 but, I, well, I mean, like, it's, you know, for <laughs> it, but people go, but Doom was 3D, but no, it, it was, it was, Doom was actually almost. Actually
2: 3D. Yeah, Doom was, Laterally like, fully 3D. 3D. Yeah,
0: you, it's, it's, you, you had verticality, but, I mean, like, not, not really. But So Quake was a big deal. Yeah. Um, and so for them to... They
2: invented stairs and used them. Yeah, yeah pretty much. <laughs> um,
0: for, uh, so for Quake to be back and for them to basically just go all in on, like, tournament multiplayer, I mean, like, I think it's a brilliant move. Um, and uh, they, they kind the of... The art
1: direction for that trailer was hideous, though, dude. You didn't? You, you thought so? Oh, I thought it looked awful. Oh, I I didn't mind it at all personally. The graphics um, didn't bother me, but the art direction. Look at that dude's face, man! It's like it just looked really old. Like mm-hmm. not not the his age, the style of graphical presentation. It just I found it to be off-putting. It didn't do anything <laughs> for me. It looked really bland. Huh. But the trailer, uh, listen- was, well, it was nice. Like it was entertained by the trailer. I just didn't like the art direction.
0: <laughs> Interesting. Um, it it did not bother
2: me, listeners. We'd love to know what you guys thought. I, I know the core of this, and Charlie, you've you've polished this really well. I, I have. Yes, we all know you're obsessed with Quake because Trent Reznor did the entire soundtrack and has a 9-inch nails gun in it.
0: I mean, yes, that's true. I mean, <laughs> the only reason I like that game. Um, no,
2: nobody did anything
0: awesome Okay, like that's
2: that like 60%. <laughs> um, it, Charlie it, it was it like, helped. I hate first-person shooters. Wait, Trent Reznor did it? Uh, I love first-person shooters now. They're amazing. The yeah. next one came out. He's like, "Oh, Trent didn't do the soundtrack. This this first person shooter sucks."
1: <laughs> Quake doesn't always get the credit it
2: deserves, but it did help revolutionize the first person shooter. Oh, dude, craze. I love Quake. It's so bloody and violent, and it's it's definitely a, a, a playable game by my standards.
0: Yeah, no. So <laughs> the bringing
2: it back is going to be even nicer. Yep,
0: and uh, it's it, the game is called Quake Champions, by the way. Um, you know, just uh, emphasizing the 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 tournament oh, aspect of it. Um, but uh, but yeah no I think it lo- I think it looks pretty good. Um, and then let's see from there they went on to talk about uh, Skyrim the the Skyrim uh, remaster, which um, I mean when they actually showed I mean so like there, there have been some conversations in the Players Club um, about the um, the justification and the interest and who who really cares about you know a remastered Skyrim a Players Club is a group on Facebook that we're all in and, you know for anybody that's new, um, and. You know, I know that there's there's been a lot of back and forth in there, but when they actually showed like the three like, you know, the PS3 and the three sixty versus the PS4 and the, you know, the Xbox One versions of these levels, this is not a this is not a spit shine. Like they no, com- a fully, completely completely everything. redid the graphics on this game. I was I was pretty impressed. Um, and as as somebody that has not that has um p- last week I would have said foolishly avoided playing Skyrim all this time. I'm now glad I waited because I am I'm really happy that my first experience playing through this game um is gonna be with it looking as good as it does now. I mean, yeah, it like totally
1: new, makes sense for you.
3: Yeah.
0: New water effects, new lighting uh, lighting effects, weather effects, you know, the um you know the you know the, the snow and just like every everything about how the game looks visually. I mean it looks to be improved. Um
1: The modding the community is making 4, hardcore right? fun of that game though.
0: <laughs> the um and uh, uh, what was that, guys? I'm sorry, you both talked.
1: I said the modding community is making fun of the, the Skyrim remaster pretty hardcore. Well, at well, yeah, but the
2: PC guys have had it. They've had the remodeled version the entire time. Now the console guys are yeah. just getting the $700 <laughs> graphics card version. Yeah, and and
0: speaking of modding, um, the other kind of neat thing that they're bringing to the remastered edition is that um, that you will be able to play mods in it, much like they're bringing to uh, Fallout 4 on console. Uh, you know, that you'll be able to play mods. Uh, it appears to be curated mods. Um, I don't think you'll, anybody will be able to upload just anything. Um, so I don't, you know, whether or not we'll see mods based not around other licensed properties is a question. Um, but um, the fact that they're allowing mods to any degree is is kind of a cool thing, and you'll be able to rate them and stuff like that. But um, uh, viewers, you might see that um, uh, you know we're, we're, we'll, we'll pop in and reference um, you know comments from uh, from viewers as we go here as much as we can. Um, John uh, Ricky Keller says he's he's I get the same feeling of dated characters that John spoke about, referring to um, uh, Quake, uh, uh, Quake Champions. Um, also, the movement speed and level design echoed that. Um, and uh, Ricky, previously being one of the biggest opponents to the idea of a Skyrim remaster, actually says, I might I might still, I still might give it a try despite not um, playing much of the others. Oh, maybe he's talking about Quake there, just kidding. Yeah, that's uh, Quake. Quake, that's Quake funny. Uh, in regards to Skyrim, he says, uh, "So, what do you think would be an appropriate price for the remaster of Skyrim?" Anything um, more
1: than thirty bucks, or twenty-five, twenty, twenty-five bucks, and I, I feel like they're. Kind I of think people off. Perfectly they
2: perfectly. should follow Ori in the Blind Forest, and if you already own a copy of Skyrim, you should get it for ten bucks. Uh, there you
0: go. I'll I l- take that. I love that idea. I do, however, think that they, with the amount of work they clearly put into it, I'm expecting. 40 to 50. I mean, maybe even yeah. 60. Um, I mean, I mean,
1: for you, that's fine, but I own it's two probably co- going to be,
0: yeah. The, um, and I mean, to be clear, I own a copy of the, um, the collector's edition, or not the collector's edition, the, um, like the, 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 the complete ultimate edition with all the expansion packs and everything of Skyrim for X, Xbox 360. I bought it, um, two Black Fridays ago for like 15 bucks off of Amazon. Um, it, I think that might actually still be in the plastic for me, um, but um, I just never got to it because, like, because I have time to play an 80-hour game that's not sci-fi. <laughs> um, but um, the uh I used
2: to get Fallout 4 before you get to Skyrim HD. Yes,
0: no, that that yeah, I definitely will <laughs> eventually get to to Fallout 4 uh,
2: before, before. And something. by that time, Mass Effect will be out and No Man's Sky and yeah, it'll just be sealed yeah. on your shelf next to the 360 copy. <laughs> Could be, could be,
0: um, but Ricky, to answer your question, I'm expecting 40 or 50 would be just just because of the I'd amount say, of work they
2: clearly put into it. I'd say knowing Bethesda and the fact that Skyrim is their cash cow, 60 bucks, they won't waver on it at all. Could be. I, ho- I, I it hope they're selling phone me. books again. Yeah. Um, so let's see. Then
0: they moved on to I think the next thing that they talked about. Uh, let's see. It was either um, I forget which of these came first, but um, we'll, we'll talk about Dishonored 2 first. Um, um, so they um, they had previously announced Dishonored 2. We knew this was coming, but they 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 really properly showed it off. They talked about a lot of the new abilities and the fact that you'd be able to play as either of um, uh, the the, uh, the the two lead male and female characters, um, and they each have their own abilities and things like that, and their own like take and dialogue on the story. They're both fully voiced, they said, and so. Um, you know the uh, it's kind of cool when games do that because it makes uh it, it kind of improves the replayability just from the sake of that you could potentially get a completely different game playing it with the other character it, just in the term of dialogue and story and everything I'm sure that the levels are the same but uh, you know it's it's, it's a, kind of a cool thing for them to do um, I will I will say you know the I, I mentioned this before I'll just briefly say that um, you know I, uh, I I attempted to play Dishonored before and I just I I this is this is on me. This is not the fault of the game. I know because so many other people love the original Dishonored, but I personally could not figure out how to play the game properly. I had the hardest time with it. Um, it's like I wanted to play it as a stealth game, but playing a stealth game in first person is so hard because I'm used to like you know, Metal Gear Solid style of stealth where you can kind of use the camera to really you know, to see around you better and things like that. And so um, just personally, I had a really hard time with it. But um, I will say that Dishonored 2 has me very interested in going back and trying it again because it, it looks great. I mean, it really does look great. Um, did
2: you play Dishonored? Uh, yeah, I did the same thing you did. I tried it, and it kind of came off as a first person Assassin's Creed. Right, and I it, I kind of uh, I didn't get far into it because it just that's not my flavor, but the yeah. second one looks like they've kind of opened it up so you can like, you know there, there is a, a a little bit more like flavor of you can play either stealth or running gun if you want, which yeah, intrigues and... me.
0: I'll agree with that. I mean, in the first one, they you know they 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 purported it to be that you know there are multiple ways to get through scenarios, but um, it it didn't seem to be it, it didn't seem like the execution li- quite lived up to the promise for me. But with this one, it really seems yeah. like that they um that they that the with the abilities that they're giving your characters now, um you know and um you know that. Um, that there's and the, like the way that you can interact with with the environment and you know just with the verticality be able to like get up onto rooftops and things like that it really really does now seem like there are hopefully will be um you know be living up to that promise of having multiple ways to yeah. solve, to, to solve a problem well, or, you know complete an assassination a, or
2: whatever. Yeah. It's a classic situation the first one they were like here's the idea and the second one they're like okay we've refined this and now here's the good idea. Yeah. Yeah, I like, agreed. The risk you play with new IPs. <laughs> yep yep
0: yep. Um... And then from there, they—I um, think it was then—was after that they went on to talk about *Prey*. Now, in case you are 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 completely not paying attention to any news this weekend, and we are your sole source of news. Uh, at this moment, you might be going, "Wait, *Prey*? Like that 360 game that came out like in its first year of release with the Native American who could like spirit walk?" No, apparently this has nothing to do with that, at least as far as I can tell. Also, has nothing to do with the *Prey 2* that's been floating around in the ether and was kind of showed off at one point in time as being like an almost *Blade Runner*-esque uh, sort of a game. Um, um, this prey appears to be a completely new property. Um, why they chose the name of a game that already exists, that's at least semi-popular, I don't know. But whatever. Um, um, I think it looks great. Super I think awesome. it looks. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> I think it looks really cool. Um, it's uh, it's you know whether or not it takes place in the same world. I mean, some people are saying it's a reboot. I personally don't see any similarities at all between the two games. Um, but uh, we also don't know everything at this point, so it's uh, who's to say but um i think it looks really fantastic it's um
2: it's uh i don't even know how to describe it go did you see the trailer for this one no i missed this one i completely missed this one okay, but if it's so, anything sci-fi and 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 that style i, I i'm i'm in like, hey, why yeah not?
0: it's um it's um i uh i'm it's 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 interesting. Like it, it, it like it, it basically starts you off, and it, bas- you know, the trailer introduces you as being like a guy who's getting up and like going about his day. Like he wakes up, he makes a cup of coffee, you know, he puts on his clothes, and then he goes to work. And then like it kind of then, you know, fades into you waking up the next day, and like it, it kind of gives the impression that you're going through this routine. And then, um, and then uh, while I'm talking here, I'm gonna pull up the trailer. Yeah. Um, the, uh, and then as it goes through, it. Um, it's, uh, you know, so it's like, you know, this guy, you know, wakes up and uh, he's putting on his clothes and he's making his coffee and he's going about his day. I'm going to kind of skip into it here and then, um, play, play, play. um, oh, this video player stinks. Um, do. that's a good looking cup of coffee. Yeah, it's a fantastic looking cup of coffee. I was playing again. And then uh, all of a sudden you're, uh, you're, t- and then, but you know, as every day he takes a look at his eyeball, and his eyeball is getting bloodier, and so like it gives you the sense that like something's happening to this guy, and then all of a sudden one day he wakes up, and just, you know, things are, you are, are, are very wrong, and um, and then uh, all of a sudden it now seems like he's part of some test, all of a sudden it goes in like a weird like portal direction where it's like, oh wait, no, he's actually in like a, a, like a test situation, and... Um, or the the trailer is catching up to what I'm describing right now here for uh, for those who are oh, listening. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then so now he wakes up and they're like, hey, I guess we have some tests around. Oh, this figure player blows. Um, uh, oh, I don't know what website I'm getting this off of? But it's it's it's, it's no bueno. To uh, do. Uh, but anyways, um, it's uh, it's kind of a neat looking game. Um, it, it is it. sci-fi. It. Yeah. And then. Um, but I uh, see why you're very uh very into it. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's definitely interesting. Um, God, I wish the trailer would start to work again. Okay, anyways, uh,
2: I'm giving up on you. Uh, GameSpot, your video and according player to everything sucks. I'm everything I'm seeing, it's a reboot of Prey.
0: But I mean, like, I mean, like, it's when when is a reboot just like? How, how much similarity how much similarity does a reboot need to have to the thing that it's rebooting for it to still be a reboot as opposed to a completely new property? I mean like it's just the name. Whoo, well I guess. Um but yeah and then so so from there yeah, they went and fun. they Yeah. And then um so but no I think it looks good. Uh, I think it looks promising. Yeah. It's um, really fun. So from there they went on to uh, talk about um, kind of what's coming up on Fallout 4 with the with uh, some of the DLC they've got coming up. Um, all the stuff that they showed off seemed to be just um, stuff for like you know the in the you know the game builder like the town builder like um, there's like a there's like a um, a um, you know it's just all like stuff like you know, like deal you know, like world buildings like
2: stuff. There's, um, oh, uh, they're expanding the um, uh, Fallout Sims section of the game. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Um, well, that's good. At and... least they're not adding
0: a lot of hours for you. You're not getting too far behind. <laughs> yeah. Although that that's definitely seems like the kind of thing I could I, I could accidentally get sucked into. So I, I'm gonna have to be oh, careful. Oh, it's with bad. That. Yeah, it's bad. Yeah. All of a sudden you're like, oh,
2: this goes here, and you're redesigning your house, and you're like, what? I'm not playing Fallout Home Decorator. I'm playing Fallout. Get back to blowing shit up. <laughs> yeah,
0: and then they also talked about Fallout Shelter, which they're coming out, still coming out with um, additional content for. You're going to be able to now send your um your your dwellers out on missions and like do a whole bunch of other stuff there. Um, I I, I my my wish that Shelter and uh, the main Fallout 4 game would have more connectivity and interactivity um appears to be going unfulfilled, but um. The um, you know more hey, it's it's more expandability for for yeah. for a, for, a, for a freemium game so that's you know and one that where you can really seem to get by from all accounts without having to actually spend real money. Um, just in case John anybody is wondering uh, where John is why why John is not commenting on everything. Um, he's got a shitty baby on his hands right now and um, and uh, so he is he is off taking care of Luca. Um, so yeah, shitty baby. Um, so <laughs> let's. <see. laughs>
2: Um, and finally, they um, they talked about um, how just, they are. We should probably be very clarify that that Luca is literally shitty, not figured. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's um he he he's he's got the runny poops. Um and uh, so, Apparently John's uh, got him launched out in the window, and he's just pulling the leg, and it's just shooting him out. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. So so while we're streaming, uh, so is Luca. Um, sorry, go <laughs> ahead. I, I stole your joke from earlier. No, uh um, it's
2: fine. It's fine. Poop jokes are always good. Yeah,
0: and then um, the uh, and then finally they um, they uh, they talked about how they're they're going to be incorporating VR um, into some things and how they're coming out with a version of Fallout 4 that's going to be compatible with I think they said the HTC Vive and we um, where basically you'll be able to play Fallout 4 with a um, with a on the PC with a virtual reality headset. If um, they mentioned other platforms, I'm not recalling them right now. I, I I remember they they specifically called out the Vive if I remember correctly, but um, that was kind of we're already of, going down yes. that road. Yeah. Um, oh, and Doom. I was ready for. It, yeah, and they oh, and they talked they talked about Doom, and they said that a Doom VR version is coming. Um, um I I am a giant pansy pants, and there is no possible way you could talk me into playing Doom VR because nope, nope,
2: nope, 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 nope. Oh, um, the new Doom's so fast, anyways, it'll make you poop your pants. <laughs> yeah, I'll be I'll be pulling a Luca. Um, <sighs> and uh, yeah. So, so um, I was so afraid we were going that road. Everything is. <laughs>
1: Oh, nothing, John. Absolutely nothing. <laughs> if by pulling a, a Luca you mean uh, pooping his pants and screaming <laughs> and crying and interrupting our show, yes, that's exactly what you would be doing. I hope that's not what you do. Yes, now.
0: Um, that is actually what I meant in regards to playing Doom on in virtual reality. <laughs>
1: Um, Pooping his pants. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's, uh, <laughs> um, pardon so, the departure, ladies and gents. I had to take care of my my little guy here really quick. So. Yeah, we uh,
0: we 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 let everybody know after after a couple minutes had gone by. We uh for for the curious we 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 let them know. Um, so so John, um uh, we we we've kind of reached the end of Bethesda here. Um, but since you missed a chunk of it as far as um Dishonored 2, Prey, um the new Fallout 4 stuff, um and um. Uh, as far as those things are concerned, um, any, any g- general comments on those before we yes. move on? Yes,
1: I will make it quick because my thoughts on Bethesda's conference were as follows. The overall show was fairly good. Um, a little bit awkward in spots uh, in terms of some of the people presenting did not speak as clearly or as well as they probably could or should have. Agreed. Not terrible. Um, Dishonored too. Uh, I think it looks much better than the first one. I found the first one to be tremendously disappointing, which I know is a fairly common throughway with a lot of people. I still think graphically it is really weird looking, like the kind of like as as Ricky put it when he and I were discussing it at one point during the show, uh, the weird like big head art style doesn't really do anything for me. Um, promising looking though, I'm interested, uh, not sold but interested. Prey surprised me. I think it looks really fucking cool. Man, yeah. I don't know what to make of it just yet, and it's very early obviously, but I thought it, it the atmosphere of it piqued my interest. Um, Fallout 4 stuff, the fact that they're doing Fallout 4 VR is one of the coolest things in the world to me. That is the kind of game that should be immersive in VR. Um, I, the Fallout 4 Shelter sort of stuff that they were talking about, I think it's cool that they're expanding it. Um, I would played it a lot for a minute. not going to continue to play it. I don't have time to mess with it. Um, aside from that, um, I, I want to care about Elder Scrolls Online. I just don't. I played it on the PC. I actually own it on PC. I don't think it's that great. I think it's a watered-down version of what we're used to getting, and I'd rather wait for a full-fledged version of the game to play it. Even though I do believe that the story content in it is really good, I just don't like the gameplay portion of it for it. Um, The fact that they mentioned Doom and that they're going to continue to support it is interesting. I do think their Snap Map map thing that they're doing, like their little easy-to-build level designer thing, is really fucking cool um and um i know they kind of mentioned like another wolfenstein uh, yeah, is all right you know i liked the last one but uh overall just an okay conference um i think their conference last year was more wow factor this year was was all right nothing crazy i'll uh, i'll agree with that mm-hmm. um so so
0: and then the uh, the other small conference that kind of happened i think on on sunday as well was the uh the 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 PC gaming show. Now um, I, uh, I I uh, uh, it was it was tight enough for me to fit in all the console related um, press conferences that I could after getting back from 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 my for my sojourn this last weekend. So I have not
1: had a chance to review this one. John, any general thoughts on this one? Yes. Um, okay. So the the guy that they got to host it last year came back this year. Now it's different than the other events because it is a um, PC gaming like they do it like a you know, live with whoever talk show kind of thing where there's, like, a desk and the dude's at the desk and then they have the people who come out to talk about their games sit on a couch and it's very game show. That's why they call it the PC game show because it's showy. Um, The guy that they get to do it um, presentationally moves well enough, but I just, I don't know what it is. I loathe him. I think he is a fucking terrible host for this kind of thing. It's not that he doesn't speak well. It's not that he can't seem to roll with the punches. There's just something about him. This sounds ridiculous to say, but I'm going to say it because anybody who watched it might understand what I mean. He has the kind of face that you want to punch repeatedly. I don't know (laughs) why, but something about him makes me just want to punch his face in. Um, Otherwise, this is different than the other shows because it plays more like it's a Wild Wild West thing. PC games, Wild Wild West. It's not a lot of you expect the same shit every year at the other events. But this one, they do all kinds of different things and showcase things you won't see at the other events. So I like it. Um, but it was largely overlooked. Most people didn't even realize it was happening this year. Um, and it people left the last ten minutes of it because it started... The, uh, the Ubisoft conference started in the last 10 or so minutes of it, and everyone just fucking bailed on it. So, oh,
0: yeah, that'll do it.
1: It was also God, neat because it offered This thing ran for almost three and a half hours? My God. Yeah, it was long, man. Um, super long. Um, it, it was long-winded. you know uh, I watched it because I played PC gaming. I can see why a lot of console gamers don't have any interest in it. Um, but they did do something interesting for it. If you were in the area, they had like a live studio audience, like a crowd, you could get tickets to it and go watch the show. So that was kind of neat. Cool. Um, but that's it. Yeah. That's oh, so cool. it
0: wasn't just for, um, it wasn't reserved for only E3 attendees? Like the no, public could go to this? Was, yeah,
1: you could get tickets to that. Now, I recommend anybody who's interested, skip watching the show and go look at the games they showcase because there was some neat stuff in there you're not going to see on the consoles that I recommend checking out. So, Well,
0: I'm just running down the list real quick. So Dawn of War 3, that's cool.
1: Mm-hmm. Um,
0: don't uh, a, a teaser for a sequel to Don't Starve. Um, Ark Survival. Now, is that is that is that a, 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 a like an additional the thing dinosaurs. for Ark?
1: or is yeah, that yeah? It's, it's uh, the first expansion
0: for it, I believe. Okay. Um, Giant Cup. I like the sound of it. Um, Mount and Blade 2. Um, mm-hmm. A teaser for the Surge. Lawbreakers. Um, Yahoo did a little thing on their esports. Um, AMD came out and talked about their video cards. Good job for not going out of business, guys. Um, Serious Sam VR teaser. Interesting. Um, AMD came out and talked about their CPUs. Uh, vamp- a teaser for Vampire, V-A-M-P-Y-R. Uh, Killing Floor 2, um, super hot VR teaser. Um, Tyranny teaser, Observer, Drop Zone, Arma 3 Apex. Arma's still around. Uh, the Turing test. Um, uh, John, stop me if any of these are worth expanding on a little bit more. Um Dual Universe, uh, Razer came out and talked
1: about their mouse and keyboard uh, peripherals. Um, Killing Floor Two is a lot of fun. It's already out. Um, oh, okay, but, but they're they're very good about supporting that game. Um, if you're not sure what it is, just YouTube it, look it up. It's it's a fun series. Um, it's very frantic. Uh, I would say a a spiritual ish successor to Left 4 Dead in a way. Um, you know. A little more showy, a little more flashy, but it's fine. Oh, okay,
0: cool. Yeah. Uh, Overland, Dual Universe. Uh, oh, I uh, see it said a couple of days already. Oh, Halo Wars 2, but we'll talk about that in the Microsoft uh, conference mm-hmm. coming up here. Um, that's cool. It's going to be on PC. Um, mm-hmm. Day of Infamy, uh, Mirage, Arcane Warfare, Mages of yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, A teaser for that. <laughs> Uh, Warframe still around. Uh, Deus Ex: Mankind Divided. Um, probably about one of the games I'm most excited about uh, on this list. So of course, I won't be playing on PC, but you know whatever. Um, by Sean, Sean, By Sean. Um, and then um, talked a little bit more in a post-show about um, Hitman, um, Tyranny, blah, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah. Um, shit that uh, nobody else was talking about because it's all PC. Almost all of it's PC exclusive. Almost. Yeah. Uh, looks like they spent a little bit of time on the, the, on the next on that BattleTech game that they announced a little while ago. That's that mm-hmm. probably is about the only PC specific thing on here that I'm interested in because I used to play MechWarrior back in the day. Oh, oh
1: my God, God, man! I was in the disgusting. I'm a recovered addict, man. No, no joke. <laughs> I think the first game I ever played online was was MechWarrior three. Nice. Um. All right. So What's let's the go first ahead game and. Game ever bought a. Uh,
2: Dedicated Joystick for was MechWarrior 3. Oh, nice. It's a damn good game. 100, uh, $150 of my Sidewinder. <laughs> I also have a Sidewinder. I have two of them.
0: <laughs> um, okay, so moving on to Microsoft. Um, so they, right off the bat, um, announced their um, redesigned Xbox One, the Xbox One S. Um, highlights are basically that it is coming. So the console apparently is going to be av- available in only white, at least out of the gate. Yeah. Um, and uh, the new features of the console is it's 40% smaller. Um, the um, it looks to have a bigger vent on the top. Um, Whoa. Uh, and uh, yeah, well, I know. Uh, yeah, aesthetically speaking, it's smaller, has a bigger vent on the top. The USB port that previously was on the side of the console has been moved in the front. Um, um, other than that, it's basically the same. The general aesthetic, um, just smaller and you know, flat white. Um, the um, John, I remember you saying in last week's episode because I did listen to it. Um, you 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 said that um, you uh, you you expected that the connect would basically be completely absent from Microsoft's uh, press conference. And so um, it was. I believe that you are correct, okay. and um, I don't know if you thought to look for this, but I did. Um, I I Can found. It on I, back? I, <laughs> yes. um, the back. Yes. The. So, so the Xbox One S does. So the, the Xbox One, if you're not familiar, has a very specific, um, dedicated uh, Connect port on the back for the Connect that comes with it. Um, mm-hmm. In that, it, it's both for the connectivity of the device and also supplies power. It's a special, weird, big, blocky connector. Um, the Xbox One S uh, only has a US only has USB ports in the back. However, one of them is labeled Connect. And if you own a current Xbox One a current Connect and buy an Xbox One S. If you want all three pieces of those, because you will need serial numbers from all three of them, you can get a free adapter sent to you from Microsoft so that you can use the Connect, mm-hmm. your existing Connect, on the new Xbox One S. No mention on if um, they're going to start packaging in adapters and do uh, the, the Kinects that are currently on the shelf. No mention if they're even going to be selling Connects on the shelf anymore. It definitely appears that Connect is going the way of the dodo. Um, yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, at LA, least are offering free adapters to people that will own all three of those things.
2: Yeah, yeah, for yeah. however many of you there are. I'd um, like to go on record to say, ha, you guys <laughs> gave me shit for not wanting one. No, I, I, I never gave
0: you shit for not wanting one. I gave them shit for giving up on it. As, as yeah, that's it.
1: what bothers me about it because there's some good tech in there. It's just not being utilized properly. But mark my word. I'm going to make a prediction about the Connect. When we get further down the show, when we talk about something else in their press so, conference, I'm day. gonna,
2: I'm gonna, I'm gonna go on record and automatically just start calling it the Xbox One sucker. That's <laughs> what it is. For suckers. The well, the Xbox One though, I mean, yes. It's... The black doesn't fit my room. My wife made me buy a white one. <laughs> sucker. Now, to to
0: be fair, it also is capable of 4K video and um, 4K oh. Blu-ray playback. So, um, you know, for for those Thanks, who, Sony. Well, <laughs> um, the uh, um, you know so so there there is some there is some increased hardware in there, um, just yeah. you
2: know a little bit. Okay. Um, did but, I um, did I see it correctly? It comes with a two terabyte onboard, too. So that it, uh, that's an option. So $299 okay. two ninety nine for so so
0: launch price when it comes out is going to be um, two ninety nine for five hundred gigs, three forty nine for one terabyte, and three ninety nine for two terabytes. Mm. Um, uh, all three of those will be. That
2: hundred bucks is worth it.
0: Uh, for four times the hard drive space, yes, I would agree. Um, yeah, or you could just the, go um, buy
2: one and plug it in the back of your existing Xbox One. Yeah. <laughs> the,
0: the the other notable thing about the con about about um, about, uh, about you know the you know, the, the the Xbox One S is that it is coming with um a new uh slightly redesigned controller. Um it has a new textured grip on it. Um oh, the uh, has Bluetooth functionality built in now so you can use the controller with your PCs um and potentially cell phones, I'm assuming it's a Bluetooth controller, so why wouldn't you be able to? Um use it with our gear VR um, units ah. potentially. Um and um, it, uh, it it um, they 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 made mention of the fact that it has a, a standard three and a half millimeter headphone jack on it that you can use with every headset. But I believe that that is the case with the current second generation of controllers that you can buy now, um, unless I'm unless yeah. I'm mistaken on that. Um, no,
2: the current ones have the three and a half on it.
0: That's what I thought. Um, the um, and then um, I, I think they said that they that they kind of improved like the action of the buttons a little bit there, but the um, but the, the, the Bluetooth I think is the biggest hardware improvement yeah, into the controller, yeah, yeah. so that's cool. Um, S- side note, just while we're on the subject of the controller, uh, eventually, um, if you've ever seen those commercials for the for the the Motorola X. Um, um, where you could um, basically order, like, a, like a, a, a Motorola cell phone from the Moto Maker website, and you could get any 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 conceivable color combination uh, for the front casing, the back casing, all the individual buttons, and yada, 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 You will be able to do that with your Xbox One controller. You'll be able yeah. to order them in any color, and you can customize the button colors. You can customize, you know, the, 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 the D-pad, like, all the little highlights, you know, the different pieces of plastic around the controller, everything thing will be customizable as well as being able to put your own little screen printed message at the very bottom of the controller right at that right oh. like if,
1: if you had wow. one of the day god. one controllers you can see like the print where it says day one oh. and then 2013 mm-hmm. I think it was okay. yeah I have one of those it's that type of print does this service oh. appeal to you all in any capacity oh my god it,
2: well, a, a goat <laughs> I, I'm taking taking it no no this is like they've oh my god this is for hipsters <laughs> so oh a, like, I wouldn't oh say my it God! I'm gonna no, call no. you out on that. That's bullshit. No, no. It's gotta fit my room now and this and that and the other no, thing no. Let and let me oh tell good, you it it, match it, match.
1: let me tell you who this is good for. People who compete in esports, people who compete in fighting game tournaments, because fighting game people who participate in fighting game tournaments like to have custom gear, like custom John,
3: controllers, John.
1: Custom... John.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. and I'm sure, I'm really sure, that the marketing department was like, Hey, let's put on a new Xbox for the fighting community. No,
1: yeah. <laughs> no, not at all. Hey, this is this is for everybody, but there. I do believe there's a market for this. I do believe this appeals to people. Yeah, it of the course there's a market for it. Me.
2: Now it your controller
1: me. won't stick out in her living room with her black and red no, carpet because not at all. it's red.
2: No, yeah, yeah, look at that,
1: look at that. It just goes for miles. There's millions of living rooms right, right, right there that you can put an Xbox <laughs> in. I don't see, I don't know. I don't. I don't agree with you. On all that.
2: this, honestly, honestly, all this proves to me is the next council cycle. If we have one, is I'm not going to buy a council. I'm just going to wait and keep waiting and keep waiting well, until the that, one that's, I, I that's want comes out. that's a
1: different discussion, and you're not wrong about that, because there's this sort of worry in the uh, the gaming community that uh, video game developer or the, the, the studios I mean, that, that own Because,
2: I mean, now the- I can buy an Xbox that will match my room, you know, it will have a bigger hard drive. I mean, I should have waited. I wasted money last year. I should have just waited. Now, yeah.
0: well, you know, if go unless you can tell me you haven't gotten any gaming enjoyment out of your console for the last year, then I would argue that you did not waste your money. That said, um, there's Look, um, I don't want to talk
2: about the thousand gamer score I got in the last year, but <laughs> <laughs> um, the the um, I I you know I it but as long saying, as like, who's
3: going as long waiting, as there yeah. isn't
0: as long as there isn't a premium. For for getting the customization on the controller, if it, if because it, with use going back to the Moto X as an example on the Moto Maker oh, yeah. website, it didn't cost anything extra to do this through this site. It was it was basically a free thing that you could do. Of yeah. course, you had to mail order it, so it wasn't instant gratification to walk into the store or drive into the store. But so as long as there isn't a premium, then I I, I will be taking advantage of it because
2: yeah, still have to buy a new controller.
0: Well, I mean you don't have to. I mean you can you don't I mean like I have two controllers now. Mm-hmm. I don't have to buy a new controller, but. Uh, I only have two controllers, and so for, you know, there have been some times where, you know, few and few far between given, but, you know, like for the times when I want to have people over and, you know, to play multiplayer, um, I have not had, you know, for, for the couple of times where that's happened, I haven't had enough controllers as I would have liked. The thing I like about this is it's it's sure it's I mean we're talking about aesthetics here we're talking about just yeah. you know pure, pure and simple vanity really is what it comes down to but there is there is something to be said about you know just being able to customize things and just really making something your own I, as long as long as it's free I think it's I think it's perfectly fine if
2: they charge extra for yeah. it then I
0: think it's shitty yeah
2: I don't you, know you, like not well, like even then though like the the other the other big thing is now like I'm not gonna buy a PS4 because I'm gonna wait till the the new model with the 4K comes out and all that.
3: Well,
0: but, the, that, but I might but, not
2: buy one now because who knows? Maybe the 4K and a half with the coffee maker might come out a year after that, and I, I like, well, when do I pull the trigger?
0: Where do you draw the line? Because I mean, you you could always just sit around and wait for the next thing. I mean, like at some point you like like you did with the Xbox One. You said, okay, there's enough reason for me to buy one now, and you did um so yeah. i mean like i feel it's gonna be you know it's you know you've been saying that you know that you're waiting for a couple things to happen before you would buy a ps4 and um I, I you know so at what point do you say you know okay enough things have happened where now the just the cost of the console is like it's worth it to me so i can play these games i mean like you know whether or not well, yeah, you but know,
2: you get, you're waiting to you get for all working
3: though
0: well, but i mean but that's 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 you know I'm sure there's some sort of term for that like techno upgrade fear I don't know techno techno upgrade a phobia I just made that no name. no it's
2: called a bank account <laughs> and not being and not being an apple head and going to buy a brand new seven dollar phone every year
1: because it has a new number well on it. that that's the that's the part that's the part that everybody's starting to get a little spooked about with the industry is um there was a Stop lot of discussion. buying them then there was a lot of discussion in the in the like a lot of like Jeff Keighley and company between uh, you know between conferences, a lot of people were saying that Sony and Microsoft are are looking at analytics to discuss whether or not it would be a good idea to put out some version of their consoles like bi yearly because if you're willing to buy a phone a $600 phone every two years, maybe you'd be willing to buy a slightly upgraded version of the console every two. Well, years.
2: yeah, but you get a phone for a hundred bucks down and you pay it off.
1: Yeah, <laughs> we'll still not, not anymore. That's,
2: that's
0: to... not really the case anymore, but I mean... Um, I had no I mean, idea. I am of the loop. But... Let's say I this also next don't week.
1: want them to do that. Yeah, let's not run too long. My final yeah, word yeah. on the custom controllers is, you bet your ass I want a red and white controller that says Fallon Flynn on it.
0: And there you <laughs> go. Um, and you know, we're, we're, we're going out of order of the presentation now, but just because it's relevant, they actually concluded the show by talking about um, the, uh, the next generation of the Xbox One that they are calling... Uh, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling to the bottom of this list, Project Scorpio. Project
1: Scorpio. Um,
0: yeah, which uh, which, which they didn't really say much about, just repeat the fact that it has six teraflops, I think, of graphics processing yes, power. Yes, which...
1: they're saying, they're touting it as that it will be the most powerful uh, home console on the market when it comes yeah. out. Now, and now, the interesting thing, and I think the absolutely crucial thing that they needed to say, and I'm so
0: glad that they did, is that, they they made it very clear in saying that all accessories will be compatible with both consoles and all games will be compatible with both consoles. You'll never run into a situation where a game is Project Scorpio Project Scorpio you know, whatever actually ends up being called Xbox One only. It's if you happen to, if you if you own that one it'll be, basically be like we're we're almost going into like the PC paradigm where it's like if you've got the if you got a crappier computer you can still play the game it's just a look crap because you can't turn up the graphics all the way but you can still play it. Yeah. Um, um, of course, you know, there you, you you know, so, so, you know, we're getting into that area, which I'll save my thoughts on that for, uh, for our next show. But um, the, uh, um, you know the, uh, I, I do think that, uh, you know, briefly I'll just say that the most important thing that they, they could have said and that they did say, and thank God, is that they're not, they, 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 they made a promise to gamers and that nobody will be left
2: behind. Those I believe were their exact words. They say that, but I think that's, I think that's sure, kind of really, They had to. I no, can't. I know they had to. No, no, they're chasing Sony. Sony's already set the precedent and now they're chasing them again.
1: Let me <laughs> let me tell you let me tell you why I think that, that that statement is bullshit because one thing that I don't think they'll be able to claim nobody'll get left behind on a on a compatibility level with is this. Part of the the word on the street was and there was I mean there I think there's still some measure of confirmation needed for this but um, again, Jeff Keeley and company were discussing it. Uh, came up a couple times amongst people throughout the conference conferences. The scuttlebutt is that the entire reason that they're not just putting out the S and just rolling with that, and and are instead looking at the Scorpio, is because the Scorpio and the reason they need all those teraflops, according to them, is is that they are that is their secret weapon to play catch up in the virtual reality game. Have you guys heard anything about this?
0: No, but it makes sense. It's it it makes perfect sense.
1: Do you know what the word on the street is?
0: That when their VR solution comes out it'll only be Scorpio, is that what you're saying?
1: No, that when that when the the, when the VR so, that the Scorpio's purpose their way of going, "Well fuck you, we're just fine with the VR race," is that the Scorpio will be Oculus plug and play. If you own a Rift, you will be able to plug it into the Scorpio and play it that way. That's that's the early word that people are talking about.
0: Oh, time will tell. Yeah. So, moving on, because we're we're being wordy here. Oh, yeah, um, sure. So, um, yeah, so uh, let's see. So, uh, the first game that Microsoft talked about was the new Gears of War, Gears of War 4. Um what do you guys? Uh, well, well, we won't, we won't uh, talk about our impressions at this point. Um, but um, the, uh, they, they basically they showed a gameplay demo. Um, they actually, you know, it actually showed. Well, it it's Gears of War. Yeah, I mean, like there's there was nothing revolutionary. <laughs> they showed even. more of it. Yeah, <laughs> and um, yeah, the um, the uh, and they they used the opportunity of Gears of War 4 to tout another one of their new basically, you know. Co- Ecosystem features, which is the concept of Xbox Play Anywhere, and that's that. Um, Gears of War 4 and maybe maybe all of these new games coming out um, will be you. If you buy a copy once, you'll be able to play that same copy on both Windows 10, and provide you have a PC that can run it, of course, and Xbox One. Um, so they're doing the whole again where they're playing catch up with Sony and the whole cross-buy concept. Um, which uh, you know I, I think is cool. Um, you know the um, I think you know what I don't know who it's for because you know it, typically if people have a gaming PC, they may or may not also have an Xbox PC. Like yeah. PC gamers yeah. seem to be only PC gamers. I mean, like, of course, I'm 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 you know throwing making a blanket statement that I know is not 100 percent true, but <laughs> um, you know it's uh, so I'm not really sure who this is for. It might just be a logistics thing. I mean. Um yeah, I don't know. I don't get it personally. But um it's it's cool. I mean, like it's uh there's I can't find anything wrong with it. Um so so that's neat. Um and then uh from Gears of War 4, they went out to to uh to show off Forza Three uh, so, excuse me Forza Three Horizon. Um goat is this one of the ones that you uh that you looked into?
2: Uh yeah. Yeah <laughs> not, not as much. I've what, been I think this looks really good. I've been waiting good. for this game for a while. huh. Yeah. As, that racing, as oh. racing games
1: go, I think it looks really good.
2: No, I think it looks great. Oh, and, it looks – oh, the Forza Horizon series has been going up and up and up, and every iteration is so much better. The fact that like the rally now and all this stuff is in there, it, and you're in Australia, I was like, oh, this is – yes. Like, it looks phenomenal.
1: And it be- showed really well. Like, graphically, it was really sharp-looking. Yeah, and yeah. the um, and,
2: then, and
0: the, uh, the the low barrier that they put on to them, the way that you can like basically like jump into other people's races and stuff like that, it seems to be really cool. Mm-hmm. Like if uh if, if there's a race in progress and somebody invites you into your race, like uh, a hell like the way that the game handles all of a sudden you appearing as a race is literally an, a, a helicopter airdrops you onto the course, <laughs> which I think and is yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. awesome.
2: Yeah, it's gonna be awesome.
1: Um, you you had just um a moment ago I I because I don't want to stick on it um. Them showing Gears of War. Um, am I the only one that thinks that this looks really underwhelming?
0: Yeah, uh, looks no, you're great. not the only one that thinks that.
1: No, it looks great. You think so? I've never played.
2: It, I've never played any of the Gears of War, so I have nothing to compare oh, it to. It looks <laughs> great. Fine.
1: The, the one thing that impressed me in it is the very end with like all the big lightning bolts and stuff hitting the ground. That lo- I mean, it looked impressive graphically. But um, my big problem with Gears of War at this point is it looks like more of the same shit. Yeah. No innovation whatsoever. That's not yeah, bothering don't, me about it. It's I'll,
0: I'll completely agree with that. I don't. I didn't see yeah. anything. It looked like just another
2: Gears of War game. So yeah. I'll completely agree. From well, I mean, there's the that. fourth one. They're running on ideas.
0: Well, now... Uh, now uh, that that statement definitely applies to this, but um, later l- later as we get into other coverage, we'll, we'll talk about how um, some sequels did really manage to mix things up. So teaser for uh, for you guys for some content well, coming yeah,
2: up here, for, like Forza Horizon Three. Well, yeah,
0: no, <laughs> there you go. Um, and then so then they uh, they moved on to uh, talk about Recore, which um, they had shown off a little bit, um, basically yeah, in just a uh, announcement it's video better. last year. Um, it's and good. so it's they. Yeah. Um, no, totally agreed. Um, I, I in my in my notes here, I put that it looks cute. So you know, it uh, it definitely well, ha- not anymore. <laughs> I um. mean, it has um when when I say that, it has a very rare feeling to it. Like it you know, does like, look
1: like a rare game, doesn't it? Like it, it could be it like looked, modern
0: Jet Force Gemini or something. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. 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 Absolutely. Um, you know the um you know they 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 haven't really explained too much about how like about, about the world like they didn't give us a lot of information about why things are the way they are in this game but they you know they they showed us some gameplay they showed us like the different forms that like your little core robot friend thing could take and uh, i don't know they, they they gave us a little more information but not a lot i mean we're we're not at a release date yet uh, oh no i'm sorry just kidding we're at the release date of september 13th september, it's um, like
1: right around the corner man you know, with that being
2: said, they, they told us barely nothing for it to be so close.
1: So I have that's... a feeling they're going to wind well, it, it
2: up. It gave me the feel that they're kind of doing the Knack thing, where they're like, look, it's a cute little fun game. Go buy it. That's all mm. you need to know. Well,
3: that's yeah, not a good I mean, sign, because Knacks doesn't end up being very that. good.
1: Yeah. I think that this is going to be a gradual rollout as we get closer and closer. They're going to do more and more and more, and I, I think it looked fun and entertaining. It's just hard to tell exactly what kind of game it is for sure. So yeah, I I'll be I would keep an eye on that one.
0: I would expect to get a lot more information probably at Gamescom, yeah. um, but uh, but yeah, and then so um after that um they uh, they threw in a um, uh, um a, uh, a little bit of talk about Killer Instinct, Yay! and um with uh, which um and uh, announced another uh, new character that's coming out, which is a uh, a callback to a game that they had talked about previously in this press conference, and that's that General Ram from um, I think I think the was it only the first Gears of War it's was it just the second Gears one? Of War, yeah, General yeah. Ram
1: was the first Gears of War, and he's actually playable right now. Like right after they launched that trailer, it, my Killer Instinct started updating, and I was like, could it be? And he's in there. Um, oh neat. Yeah, exactly. Have
0: you have you gotten a chance to play with him much yet?
1: Yeah, yeah. He's a little bit more streamlined than some of the other characters for Season 3. Um, I can't tell if they didn't have much time to work on him or if they just went with a simplified design. He's big and intimidating and kind of horrifying. Um, I don't see myself playing him much, but, uh, you know, well done. And I like the, the tie-in characters they've done. There's one more character for Season 3, and they have not announced who that is, but uh, a lot of Killer Instinct fans want a particular character because he's the only one that has not been represented from the old games. We'll see.
0: I, de- I definitely love that um, that uh, all of the, the the fan service that Microsoft is showing um, killer instinct players yeah, just in yeah, terms of the different properties
1: that they're reaching out to. It's really cool yeah. what they're doing there. Um, I like the they, fact that
2: you can ram people now.
1: It's <laughs> to be clear, it's rom, so you can ram. Oh, it people. is rom, rom. Yes. Oh, nah. Oh, rom. There's two a's in there. Rom.
2: Ram. Oh, so he's the ram. So, so he's the English version of um, computer talk. Got
1: it. <laughs> Apparently.
0: Um, they, uh, they, they talked about the, um, some of the, some DLC coming after the Division. Cool. Um, uh, they, uh, they, they talked about, um, so, um, the developers of Limbo are making a game called Inside. And, oh. um, oh. it looks very cool. It looks very, very cool. Um, I, I have, with, with how much I enjoyed Limbo, um, which by the way, Limbo is free right now. Uh, in kind yeah. kind of, it cel- kind of, in celebration of, um, of the, uh, of the announcement, you know of um, of, of uh, Inside here. Um, it's free until June 20th, so definitely take advantage of that if you are one of like the five people who haven't already gotten that game free through other means. Wait,
2: hold on. Charlie, if yes. you're one of the people who hasn't picked it up on Xbox One, double down on your gamer score. Ah, true, true.
0: Oh, yeah, nice. <laughs> Good call. Um, but uh, the second know. play. <laughs> yeah, Inside, the, uh, the, the teaser that they gave for Inside is very like very uh, you know they they basically just gave you a, a, some feeling into the atmosphere of the game it, it it kind of seems like a um um what's the movie where jim carrey is like living in like a tv show um, uh, The truman, truman show. show yeah it, it it seems like a dark truman show esque kind of a vibe oh, uh, like like people man. like looking in through windows and like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. studying and like watching people um inside that's you know the name of the game kind of that, that's that's visually
1: you can tell it's the same studio they kind oh, of yeah, yeah. very particular look and lighting the the game looks cool I'm interested Definitely.
0: sold um, and sold also um uh Limbo is free on Steam through um um June uh I'm seeing both June 21st and June 22nd but it's free on Steam right now also for your PC gamers what's um, <laughs> the deadline you're on uh, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, then they stopped to talk a little bit about um some new new features that are coming to the Xbox One which um, the um, I I think I, some of them I think are pretty cool here. Um, the so let's see the um, so first of all Cortana, uh, you know Microsoft's basically Microsoft Siri will make the most sense for people who says Cortana, what's that? Um, they're basically their voice interacting voice interacting assistant. Um, Goat is clearly
1: thrilled about this concept. He hates uh, it, but it makes sense. It makes sense. <laughs> that woman and I um, do not get along. <laughs> <laughs> um,
2: uh. Uh, what woman and you do, uh, goat? Goat? Uh, goat? <laughs> um, Jim. Know if Siri does my every, goat. my every bidding. <laughs> um,
0: uh, bringing back an old Xbox 360 feature, you'll be able to listen to your own background music
1: when playing games now, which is cool. Oh boy! Don't tout that as a feature. It's something you took away from us. Yeah. <laughs> um, Wait. Start racing to Death Metal again? Yes. Yes. That's correct.
2: Oh, that's amazing.
0: <laughs> um, and uh, for those of you who wish you could change your language settings um, separate from the region that you live in you'll be able to do that coming up um, kind of the other one of the other big features that they touted is the fact that they're introducing something called clubs which uh, well stay tuned for the Gamerhead Radio Club uh, coming soon to Xbox mm-hmm. One Um so it's basically just ways to like come up with like little groups of uh, of pe- people that you want to play with, whether you're you know whether you're centered around a genre or a specific game or in our case oh, podcast. And I'm so um,
1: little see... little mini social networks in there, kind of it seems like. I'm curious to see if they can make it relevant because a lot of a lot of platforms try to do things like this. Like, you know, um, Steam has game hubs and they're they're fairly well traversed for people who get really really into a particular game. But by and large, most people don't participate in or contribute to them enough for them to stay relevant for long. It's like clubs like this seem to have a like three-week lifespan, and then another game comes out, and everyone moves on to that one, and then the club becomes forgotten and lost. So I, I hope they can find a way to make it uh, interesting and relevant. So
0: you know, It definitely seemed like this. that they... Yeah, it definitely seemed like they made a point of you know of emphasizing that you know that the clubs are not designed to be around like a specific game. It's more around more about to be around a genre or just for like groups of oh, friends or you know yeah. or like you well, know, There you like go. they so um, They also are bringing back another Xbox 360 feature, only changing the name. What used to be called beacons that you might remember from the Xbox 360, which is basically their way of broadcasting that you want to play a game with people. Um, yeah. the, uh, the Xbox One feature is called looking for a group, which this basically, is. Cool. Yeah, it's basically so if you, if you really want to play a game of Forza Horizon 3 with somebody, goat, You can basically flick a switch, and then it'll, you'll be notifying your friends, you know, regardless whether you're currently playing that game or not, that you want to play that game. And so then you'll get notified when people say yes, I would like to play this game with you, so that you can all switch to it and play a game together. Hooray! And then the um, the uh, Microsoft's um, little addition towards uh, esports is that they're basically bringing um, an arena infrastructure um, into the Xbox One. Um, they, they they barely touched on it, but um, basically it'll be a way. Uh, it's like a just like a multiplayer framework of uh, like a competitive multiplayer framework they're going to bring in. The games can kind of like tap into was 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 the gist that I got out of it. Um,
2: which, you know, cool, if you're into that kind of thing. I'm not. Um, but, yeah. Uh, do, 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 oh, they're do, rambling do. all the dude uh, the bro douchebags in the sections. <laughs> this great. Yeah. I don't need to go on this block anymore.
0: <laughs> yes, that. Um, uh, let's see. So, um, uh, Gwent, if you played Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, oh. you're familiar with uh, oh. the, the Gwent card game. And um, that is now going to be a standalone
1: game. Goat, I'm not sure what those oh. noises are. It's, he's making God. noises that indicate he just smelled a bad fart. That's what that sound <laughs> was. Yeah, I'm not really. Sure everyone I've every, everyone that I
2: know who played Witcher three has, and me included, Gwent is was the least popular part of that entire game. The fact that they're putting it on its own disc. That's
1: not entirely true. I there's a large why. number of people that really like that game. If you look into it, there's a shitload of people who like that game. Yeah, uh, go to. Uh, yeah, I,
0: yeah, I would say go that your that your experience is atypical there because um, from what I've okay. what, from what I've seen in comments and things like that, like there's uh, I don't know any of these people either, but there's a lot of people that are really, 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 really well, excited about a dedicated. I guess it would
2: make experience. sense then, if I think about it, though. I, I guess I should rethink that out because they made pub games for Fable, and that thing sold more than I think. Fable. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: yeah. Um. So yeah. So no, so that. ah well there you go um so let's see um uh after that um the uh so microsoft of course owns minecraft now and so they came out and talked a little about um a minecraft um expansion that they're coming out with that um um is, is not just for the xbox platforms or windows for that matter but all platforms in which in in with the intention of bringing All the various Minecraft platforms together. So if you've ever played, if you've ever played like Minecraft Pocket Edition, for example, on like a mobile device, you'll know that it is very much like Minecraft Lite. Like it doesn't have all the features, it doesn't have all the functionality. And Microsoft is out to change that. Um, They're 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 out to make it so that Mm. Minecraft will be the same on every single platform. Um, And um, they're also going to be bringing like dedicated servers um, to to uh, to all platforms, is my understanding. and, uh, and texture packs are gonna be bringing to uh, to the uh, to the to the current console versions and uh, yeah basically just a nice big minecraft update so cool um, one of the things they Good made a point. yeah they, they, they made a point of calling it out on stage so it's not like this is something that, that was you know, not, you know hard to notice but the fact that you can earn an Xbox achievement while playing minecraft on an iPad is might be a first <laughs> so that's cool Um uh, That's what that one, game. One needs. of them
1: was playing it on their Gear VR too, so I mean they're doing it on any platform they offer yeah. it on. It's, it's oh expensive. yeah, yeah.
0: John Carmack actually showed up and um, mm-hmm. was uh, was was up playing Minecraft on his on his Gear VR with uh, with somebody else playing it on uh, on uh, on the an Xbox and, and a third person playing it on their iPad. So just Bring kind the- of re- highlighting the the cross-platform connectivity there that they're yeah. bringing. So more of that, please. Um, and what a perfect game to do that with. Yeah, I, yeah, so- absolutely um let's see so uh, I guess this is gonna be called minecraft realms is like the, the the um is uh is is the initiative to bring all these platforms yeah, yeah. so cool good job guys um, after that they um, talked about Tekken seven which is uh it's, it's, it's a it's a cross-platform title of course but they uh, they uh, Microsoft got the opportunity to highlight that John are you a Tekken player did this do anything for you um
1: I, I used to be a huge Tekken player um, Tekken fans will tell you that like a lot of Namco's games lately um Tekken has not been treated with the best of uh, care in the last couple of iterations. Not terrible in spots, just Tekken suffers from um, an extreme level of repetition where they just don't they don't take any risks with it and the characters are becoming increasingly less interesting. This one looks like they are trying really hard to actually breathe some sort of new life into it. Um, the, the story mode is what you saw. That was not a trailer. That was how the story mode works. It cuts in and out between, like, you know, cut scenes, full cut scenes. And the big thing was is Akuma is an exclusive character for this, and, uh, you know, he's going to be in the game, and I I really don't care. Uh, Personally, I'll go on record as saying, go ahead and throw rocks at me if you want Street Fighter fans. I think Akuma sucks. I've always thought he was (laughs) crap. Dumb character, you know, dumb design, overpowered, trash. That's That's really cool.
2: They're taking the, the Injustice idea and putting the fights into the story. I really enjoyed that about Injustice. Mm, yeah, yes. no,
1: it's fun. It's neat. It worked. It looks like it's going to work really well. I have hopes that maybe they'll do something better with Tekken Seven, but uh, again, I, I've been burned so many times. I'm dubious.
0: That's fair. Um, uh, the lineup that we're looking over, um actually skipped over it, but um, earlier in the demo, they did talk uh, in their presentation. They did show a Final Fantasy 15. Um, yeah. Their uh, Final Fantasy, uh, you know, the um, you know, of course, that's also cross-platform. But they did talk about mm-hmm. that a little bit. And um, VR. Uh, cool uh well, well the, the the vr side of it they showed off on in the playstation 4 conference so we'll get to that, oh, that right. aspect a little yeah. bit later but um yeah i mean it looks good it um it, it's it's coming along um hooray. We shall okay. see. and uh, the fact that it's coming out uh, this year you know was 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 a big reveal there um
2: um we shall see cool well yeah we yeah we shall see 13 um, still a bad taste in my mouth that's the truth yeah um and,
0: uh, yeah, and then so moving right along here. Um, also one thing that I skipped over in this lineup that I'm looking at, um, one of the games that they highlighted in kind of their ID at Xbox section is a game that, um, that we had, we've, we've known about a little bit before, but they actually showed, like, uh, you know, a, off a little bit of it. And probably out of everything, like, if you look at my, if you look at my notes here, um, um, it, it's a the, it's the game that I have, like, like, triple exclamation parts and, like, double highlighted, uh, We Happy Few. Um, oh, yeah. I am super, super, super excited for this yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Um... It's it's I mean like a lot of it has to do with the fact that it is very um, it has a very uh, Bioshock Infinite aesthetic to it. It does um, no no relation, but it definitely has that feel um, like a like a dystopian uh, you know um, you know world where everything is not as it seems. Like yada yeah. yada. You know, but no, the way that they set it up and the uh, the, the 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 gameplay demo that they showed, that's kind of like it, it, it appears to be like the beginning of the game, kind of introducing you to the world a little bit. Uh, I am sold. I am so sold on this game. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It, it, just, um, it looks really kind of surreal, and uh, I recommend watching the trailer. It, it looks great. Oh, my God, yes.
0: Yes, yeah. absolutely. Just everything about the trailer. Like, not only the game itself, but also the way the trailer is cut together, especially at the end where they you know, are actually, like, like showing the title of the game, just, just the little things here and there. It's yep. very Super, super, super well done. Yeah. Um, And, Goat, uh, did you have a chance to watch the We Happy Few trailer?
3: No, no.
0: Oh, I'm check going this out.
1: You'll, you'll love it, dude. It's yeah. awesome. Check this out. Is it, is Easily uh, the, the most artistic senses? thing that showed at E3 this weekend, I think. Okay. Yeah, i yeah, to spin. It's up there for sure.
0: Uh, Microsoft is coming out with Dead, uh, Dead Rising 4. Um, quite possibly, hey. aside aside from hardware announcements, I think the only real surprise, software-wise, that we had um, in uh, in their briefing, you know, the um, I, I'm not sure if this of this like if uh, Dead Rising 4 was leaked beforehand or not, but. Um, the uh, um, Frank West is back. Um, you know the uh, the protagonist um, from the first two games, um, and uh, it, it looks like they they are really just going. They're going Saints Row with it. Like they're basically just like saying like it's. Yeah. Um, Actually a, a, a better analogy, they're going um Sunset Overdrive with it, which is the over the top ridiculousness of some of these yeah, weapons. Yeah. Um like bumper cars. Oh, and
1: like, so uh, they've <laughs> kinda of been that way for a while. Uh, the third one was really silly, but I, I can't I'm having a hard time caring about this because the third one was not very good, honestly. Yeah,
0: yeah. i I, I started it in, you know as a launch title and I still haven't found the interest to go back to it. So I, I I'm it's I'm with
1: you there. Rough. It's rough. Yeah, especially with
0: Go
2: ahead. I, think okay. is, I think this is them going and doing the right thing and sweeping number three under the rug by going over the top, so you forget about it.
1: Maybe they just they have to correct a lot of the things that were wrong with three. And I, uh, I've, some people were like, "Oh yeah, Frank West is back. I don't give a shit. He wasn't an interesting character to begin <laughs> with, you know." So. Yeah, um, and especially compared to Frank East.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah, but but Damn, yeah, no, go. especially compared to some of the other zombie like horde zombie games that were shown off this this oh, weekend. They've got a lot of a lot of competition for uh, yeah. to, you know, there, but um, zombies are it, still alive. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah Dead Rising Four, good job, guys. Um, they yeah. showed off Scalebound. Um, um you know, from, oh, yeah. uh, um, you know, it's um, I'm I, you know, this this you know, it's it's from Platinum Games, you know, which is you know the people behind um, you know, um, uh, Bayonetta and uh, Devil May Cry, right?
1: Uh, the, the, no platinum games. Okay, uh, Bayonetta, They most recently did uh the new Ninja Turtles game that just came out a few weeks back, and that that Transformers uh Devastation game that looked like the G One Transformers show. Oh sure. Uh, they also did uh they were the ones responsible for Metal Gear Rising, as well. The one that had. But didn't they do did they do Devil May Cry? Or am I misremembering that? No, I know that was count, that was Ninja but... Theory. Okay. 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 Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, so yeah, it, um, it looks it looks looks interesting. I mean, giant dragons, um, are cool. I guess. The mo- um,
1: I thought this showed better last year. The uh, the more I it. watch it, the the more I dislike it. And the hero with the awkwardly placed headphones he is he, a he's whiny and obnoxious. Dingus. He's a dingus. He's a dingus. It's uh, yeah. like everything douchey you don't like about a dude. So Wait, it's like yeah. Hold on. Here. Yeah. Yeah. There's three of us wearing headphones right now. We're, we're, we're professionals, darn it. <laughs> we are doing it for a functional purpose. They are doing it because an artist drew it on paper and said, this looks rad, and they agreed. That's, you know, it's a MacGuffin. Yeah. It, it,
0: it's the equivalent of, like, you know, the uh, the anime character turning his baseball cap around. Like, now he's serious. Like Oh, yeah. yeah.
1: yeah. He it's, put the headphones uh... on, and that's when he the music got intense. And he was, you know, he even said some stupid one-liner right before he, it was something like, now I'm not playing around or some stupid shit like that. And he put yeah. his headphones on, and I went, oh,
3: no.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, not doing anything for me. Yeah. Um,
1: State of State of Decay 2 is coming hey. in sometime in
0: 2017. John, you're excited I'm for so this one? I'm so
1: fucking excited, dude. The first one was so much fun. I mean, like, legitimately fun game. It looked like shit, but it was so much fun. All right, and
0: then um, Halo Wars 2 is about the other software-related uh, surprise that we got out of Microsoft, I think. Um, that was and a uh, there is surprise a for me. and uh, well, yeah, Goat, I saw your comment on this, and uh, but uh, to preface Goat's comment, um, um, uh, a beta, a, a multiplayer beta of uh, Halo Wars 2 is available right now on uh, on Xbox One, so you can you can download that and play it. And Goat, you were surprised by the beta, it seems.
2: No, I downloaded it and played it, and I was like, holy shit, it's a Halo game I actually like.
1: Right, yeah. <laughs> you were oh. surprised that it was a Halo game that you liked. <laughs> I'm so glad yeah. you got to play it, because I installed it, and every time I try to launch it, it crashes. And so I uninstalled cool. it and reinstalled it, and it still does the same thing. So
2: no, mine runs fine.
1: My so experience I'll just tell you how with it it is that it's a beta, and I can't, you know, can't hold them to they don't it. don't like you.
2: They probably I'm went through your thing know. and seen that you, uh, you gave it a bad review for Halo 5, and you're on the blacklist. <laughs> yeah,
1: so it's a, yeah, they fucking earned that review. Halo Five, <laughs> fucking but b- no, I played the the right. beta
2: of Halo Wars Two and um, it's it's great. So cool.
0: Yeah, no, I I enjoyed the first Halo Wars um, and so I'll be uh, I'll be checking that out uh, this week sometime. Um, and then uh, and then uh, they talked a little bit about um. The um, uh, speaking of Rare, we mentioned them earlier. Um, rare, uh, game that uh, Rare has coming up called Sea of Thieves, which looks mm. like a ridiculous amount of fun. Yeah. Um, now. To be fair, it it could be it could okay, so the way that they showed it off is they basically say that they pulled in like you know how sometimes as as we actually saw many times also this last weekend in other press conferences um, when they do multiplayer demonstrations they are very clearly scripted and poorly acted as they're going through it. This yes. this they, they they prefaced and they said that um, you know that we they just pulled in some people, they didn't give them any direction, any instructions, they just pointed cameras at them and they said play the game and uh it was it was basically 4 on 4 on 4 i think 4 on 4 on 4 um uh, pirates adventure kind of open worldish maybe looking uh, multiplayer and like to the point cool. where you have to coordinate to like like to like raise the anchor you have to coordinate to like drop the sails and like mm-hmm. uh, it's it's realistic to the point where the person that's steering the ship like the sails in his face and so he can't see where he's going and so he has to rel- rely on his teammates to tell him where to steer um but the, the the particular group of people that they got to play this game, I want to be friends with these people. They look like so much fun. <laughs> That's funny. But um, um, uh, but no, but no. To the game's credit, it, it's it's like fun and cartoony in a very rare esque way. But also like the way that you have to collaborate to play, actually play the game and maneuver the ship, maneuver the ship and do like the sea battles and everything. Um, it, it actually looks like a ton of fun. So I'm actually interested in this, even if this is multiplayer only. Um, um, I, 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 I foresee the three of us and a fourth having a, a ridiculous amount of fun playing this game, personally. Um, and, uh, it's
2: definitely
1: the kind of thing we could play together and, and have a good time doing. Yes, sure. yes.
2: Like Which we still got to suck our Charlie into Rocket League. <laughs> uh, oh,
1: yeah. Dude, they had the free weekend. <laughs> we'll save most of it for next week, but fuck, dude, I got sucked in. It's so much fun. So stupid
0: fun. <laughs> oh, boy. Um... Uh, and then um, I believe I believe that's everything except for um, and then they ended talking about Scorpio, but we've covered that already. Um, and so I believe those are all the highlights from Microsoft's uh, press we'll
2: conference. I won't leave there. Scorpio B until there's more stuff, other than the fact that it's a thing. Yeah, yes,
0: um, gentlemen, any ge- ge- general feelings, general uh, general response to Microsoft's
1: presentation? Um, it was the presentation of it was fine. It looked sharp, but it was really bland and uh, safe. Very uneventful.
0: I'll give you that. I
2: think
1: I think they did they did what they needed to do. They they pulled out
2: their punches selectively to keep them afloat till next year. Which is kind of where they're at right now. Yep, yeah, that's fair. Um so real
0: quick we're going to go through the um the Ubisoft presentation. Um, I'll, I'll oh, my, my thoughts on Microsoft. Um, I'll, I'll agree. Um, the um, you know I, I like the fact like the um, we haven't talked about Sony yet, but just to compare them to Sony, the one thing that I will say that Microsoft did better than Sony was the fact that they actually talked about not only the hardware improvements but also the software improvements of the console. Sony didn't mention a thing about features or functionality coming to the PlayStation 4, unless I missed it. Um, the uh, you know so the they, fact that the, 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 you know Microsoft is is proving that they are continuing to do what they did with the 360 and that is they are constantly iterating it and making it better and actually improving the console just through software which I think is which I think is awesome.
2: Yeah, um, Microsoft's always been big on product support for some reason. I think it's yeah. Windows or something they make. I you know, know but I'll
1: off. say though that the one thing for me with it though is is that I actually I feel like almost everything they're putting into it was shit that should have been in there to begin with. Because it was possible. you know, A lot of this stuff was possible. And I, I do, as a day one adopter and the console only being three years old, I do feel like it was too soon to do this personally.
3: Um,
0: I mean, were these things technically possible? Yes. But I mean, the... I mean there are features that the Xbox One has that the three sixty did not have at launch. So I, I think that they they basically in the in the development time that they had, they basically said, Here's what we have time to do. We have to cherry pick the things that we can do in that time. Yeah. They knew they were leaving stuff off and but I think I think that out of the gate they did a pretty good job of 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 you know picking like the most important things to incorporate into the launch of the console yeah. and you know they're they're adding they're re adding features that were dropped from the 360 I th- I think at a at a fair enough pace um, would it have been would it have been better for them to be there at launch yes of course but you know
2: I think we should revisit this in two weeks as a feature <laughs> uh, I love
0: that idea actually um, uh, I'm I'm sold on that so yeah. uh, but for now let's let's we're just gonna rapid fire through Ubisoft's presentation. Um, First of all, does anybody actually give a crap about Let's Dance?
2: I mean, seriously. Um, no,
1: no, yeah, no, no, no. No,
0: God,
2: I didn't know they were still making them.
0: Yeah, oh, they, they they started their presentation with like a um, you know, a troop of professional dancers it in costume really doing a routine on stage. Too.
1: It was like, it was, like yeah. what happens when you show up to their their press conference on drugs. That's what it, it was. Honestly, all I'm going to really say the low point of their presentation. I'll say that.
2: All I'm going to say yeah, is, no. if you haven't gone dancing with them yet. We're not going. Stop
1: asking. <laughs> yeah, no. It's, yeah. I don't give a shit about that series. I don't think most people do, honestly. Yeah, well, we've it, seen your stage moves, John. We know.
2: <laughs> so. Yeah. But just Dance
0: 2017 is a thing. Um, and uh, I, I guess the only noteworthy thing about it is that um, it's going to be coming... It, it's the first actually announced game for the Nintendo NX, whatever that end up being called. So hooray for that, I guess.
1: What a surprise. That's going to be weird.
0: Yeah, well. Then... Um, Aisha Tyler came back. Aisha Tyler was back to um to host. Thank um, God. What's that, John?
1: Thank God. She Thank was God. Great. She was You're one of fan? the most, most refreshing parts of that entire fucking all conferences for the weekend. you know why? Because she's relaxed and genuine in her presentation of things.
0: I agree with that. Um, I still, you know, this is me. This is you. You guys know me. Like I'm not a cursor. Like unless unless I get really riled up about something, I I found that the fact that they were so. Um, you know, I, I I personally find the fact that Ubisoft's press conferences are as crass as they are, like they you know they they, they drop f bombs like just like love know, it. Like yeah, like I love it. You know, I mean, I, I find it to be off-putting. I feel it's not necessary. Um, and mm-hmm. but uh, that uh, I I'm, I'm probably in the minority there, but and I'm For okay sure.
1: with that. It's not even the cursing. If she what regardless of whether or not she was dropping f bombs, um, if she didn't, I'd be perfectly fine with it. I'm fairly indifferent to that. That concept. What I like about her and have always liked about her is is that she is like it or not, like the cursing or not, she's just being herself on stage.
0: No, and that's fair.
1: That's what I like about her and Ubisoft's press conferences. I also, I'm going to note this Ubisoft had the most uh, visually appealing press conference to me because there was a large use of color in all of their backgrounds and backdrops, and it was, it seemed celebratory to me, almost like watching confetti on stage. I don't know. That's it. So,
0: um, so 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 actually, real quick, let let's touch on that. The um you know the um in, in terms of the the actual stage presentation of the various conferences, EAS was was nothing. It was basically just stuff on on, on a big screen and then two smaller screens in the corner. But uh, Bethesda's was awesome. They were like in like what looked like an aircraft hangar, and the um like so you know you had your big screen in the middle, but then they had like additional like you know like 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 secondary projection happening not only on the stage and the walls around the screen, but also up onto the ceiling as well. So it was very uh, like, just, you know, from a technical, you know, aspect, um, uh, mm-hmm. Bethesda's presentation was fantastic. I am almost certain that Microsoft literally just reused their exact same stage from last year. It looked exactly the same.
1: Yeah. Um, it was um, different. It was different. I noted where it was different. But they, they do have a similar sort of – they keep going back to a really safe thing. I, I mean, if you say so, I swear to God, it was exactly the same. The one cool thing that Microsoft did was during
0: the, um, um, I, I, uh, I think it might have been for, um, for Dead Rising um, 4, is actually made it snow in the auditorium, which, cool. I mean, like, it's, it was a nice touch, but I mean, like, <laughs> Goat is not a fan. Um, uh, let's see,
2: Ubisoft was not cool. So it's things. What's that? Making it snow in a building on a, on a crowd is not as easy as people think. <laughs> oh yes, I forgot you have the um, you have the uh, the the um, you the know, tech the, angle, the, yeah, yeah,
1: the,
0: the, the tech angle on that, so yeah, that. That's that's probably true. Um, let's see. Um, uh, Ubisofts, so they they were they were like um, uh, Bethesda in is that they had a lot of like the surrounding pro, you know projection happening um around like the center of screen, um, but to a lesser extent, uh, to a much lesser extent, but still very cool. Um, um, Sony's presentation was also fantastic. They had a lot of depth happening. Mm-hmm. Um, they, they were also projecting like on the walls and on like the floor and everything. And they did some really cool, cool effects with, you know, being able to take advantage of the, of the fact that they had, they were projecting on the floor with like, you know, making paths for people out of, you know, out of, you know, out of, you know, in front of them or having like shadows be different characters and the people that were actually walking there. They, they did some neat things, yeah. but, um, um I, um, I, I, would say the Bethesda had the best looking stage out
1: of everybody personally.
2: Yeah. Um, so they paid the most for a production manager. Um, <laughs> no, I, I like
1: I like Sony's presentation, but I'll explain why when we get there.
2: Okay.
0: Um. Uh. So. Uh. Ubisoft. Um. South Park. The fractured butthole. Um. Yes, please. Yes, and thank you, please.
1: Yeah, <laughs> dude. That was so, it, that. All of that was very funny.
0: Yeah. The um. They uh. They they you know they they did a very um. Oh
1: you know,
2: wow. flat, uh You know very typical. Uh, go your lady. I didn't get that joke. I've seen it in print all this time, and I was like, oh, yeah, cool. But now that I've heard it. Yeah, yeah.
1: dude. That
2: was welcome to the fold, brother. That's amazing.
0: Uh, Yes. (laughs) South Park, the fractured butthole. I
2: love that title. Right after the stick Um, of truth. Yeah, I recommend you just look up that. The stick of truth goes into the fractured butthole. Wow, these guys are on, like, some fucking tier 10 shit. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah. I recommend I didn't make the joke, make- John. Do not roll your watch eyes. watch that <laughs> section of the press conference. Just watch the whole thing with Jay Parker Matt Stone. That whole thing was very funny, just like it was a couple years back when they announced Stick of Truth. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And the gameplay trailer was really good. And the changes they've made to the combat system are better. And the game looks better. Like, yep. Stick of Truth looked like they used Autodesk to make it. And so it had an odd look where it looked almost exactly like South Park, but something about it looked cheaper. looked like Season 3 South Park. <laughs> But now it looks just like the fucking show. Like, it's seamless. It's oh, awesome.
2: I, did you gentlemen see that if you pre-order or uh, you get the, yeah. the fractured butthole, um, you get the Stick of Truth on your Xbox One now, too? Yes, yes. Um, I, I believe that's that's for all platforms, is that if you yeah. if you
1: pre-order it. Yeah, whatever, the uh, current council.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Which I will is, make which is the awesome. terrible which is awesome.
1: and wonderfully timed joke that um, the least they could do is give you a free copy of the game for a Fractured Butthole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, that,
0: that, 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 this is fair. Um, from there, um, they went and they, um, they, they talked about uh, their own um, uh, VR lineup, um, uh, I'm not gonna gush over for too long because I could probably spend the next half hour talking about how excited I am at the at the possibility of playing Star Trek Bridge Crew. Um, <laughs> it was one of my favorite things of the entire fucking show. Go did you at least did you check this one out? Oh yeah. Oh, oh. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Just making sure. So, 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 just super briefly, because again, I we could we all three of us are Star Trek nerds. We could go on for the, about this forever, but but super yeah. briefly, um, it is a VR game. Um, if you've played um, if you played Space Team on mobile devices, which is which is a very rudimentary game where you are it's a multiplayer game where you all have your a phone in your hand and you all have to like shout orders at each other and, and do things in order in, in order to get through like levels like like flipping controls and like moving turning your devices around or whatever. This is that, but not silly and Star Trek. Um, you are—it's—it's a multiplayer virtual reality game where you are all different people on a bridge. You know, one of you is the weapons person, one of you is the engineer, one of you is navigation, yada yada yada, and—and um, and, uh, you all have to work together to get through situations. And they managed to get um, Lavar Burton. Um, uh, what was it? Denise Richards. Um, uh, who was? The Jerry first? Ryan. De- Jerry Ryan. Thank you. No, oh yeah, not Denise Richards. John. Jerry Ryan. Jerry Ryan. And um, um, uh, Carl Urban. Carl Urban, that was the third, and then um, there to talk about it, and they could not, like, they very convincingly could not stop gushing yeah. about it. And Jerry it Ryan
1: seemed a little like, bit, a little bit, um, kind of indifferent about it, but Levar Burton was like beaming,
0: man. Yes, and they they brought him out on stage after the video to actually talk yeah. about it there in person, yeah. and uh, and again, you know, I mean. I know we're talking about actors here and that if they wanted to fake being excited about it, they could. I don't believe for a second that he was faking it. No, he, I think he, I think he truly dug it, yeah. Yes. Um and um but yeah, no. So that that's right now, that and one other game that we'll talk about in the um actually a couple games we'll talk about in the Sony briefing right now, those are the games that have me most itching for a um for a, a proper virtual reality. I'm episode.
1: just gonna say this though. If the developers for that title do not put the Kobayashi Maru test in there, <laughs> It's a fucking missed opportunity. Or uh, at least yeah. some way to Easter egg, cheat it, and win, it's a missed opportunity. Moving on. Agreed. Um,
0: yeah, that, that should be like a launch contest. Like, the first person to actually beat the in-game Kobayashi or Maru wins some kind of prize. Um, like, without, like, you know, using advantage of whatever the game mechanics are. I think that, that they, do that. Please do that. Um, yeah.
2: They should send you a physical um, diploma from the academy. Or something, something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so let's see here.
0: Um, so, uh yeah, four 400... we go down
2: that one? What? Yes. Oh, yeah, 400.
0: So, so for honor. Um, so, first of all, um, they they showed this off a little bit last year, and I forgot about this gentleman. Um, but um, the fact that they have an actual Viking uh, developing this game for them, I think, is doing them wonders. Um, <laughs> I, I, I kid a little bit, but no, but the, but no, the guy that they brought out to uh, to talk about this game, you know, one of the leaders of the game. I mean, like he seriously looks like he should be wearing chainmail, like with a battle axe. I mean, like this dude is like hardcore. Um, and um, but uh, it's uh, you know it's uh, it's it's a Viking esque you know, game and I don't know it looks it looks good I think it looks pretty good. Um, Little do you know he wrote a Vespa to the conference. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God I would love to see a picture of that. Um, <laughs> one of my favorite surprises of Ubisoft's press conference. Um, you you may remember a, um, a, a a April Fool's joke turned real game of uh, Far Cry Blood Dragon uh, came out a couple of years ago which was a a, a gloriously um, tongue-in-cheek, 80, oh, like so like you know, Far Cry Gone '80s, um, you know, uh, standalone expansion pack that they came out with. I mean, like it was it was so it was so amazing in in how they 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 made and how much it made fun of itself. Um, they uh they 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 took that and applied it to their trials uh, motorcycle stunt mm-hmm. game yep. and the game is called mm-hmm. Trials of the Blood Dragon and it is actually out right now and um and I I'm itching to play this because I've played the trials demos yes. and they've been fun but they haven't I haven't been able to justify purchasing them but I love Blood Dragon so much and just that humor and just the um how ridiculous it is applying that to trials just in the gameplay that they showed in this thing oh my god it looks so good yeah Um, but
1: come on let's let's be real uh, that trailer was amazing no yeah yeah, that was excellent
2: what was that go i I will let you guys in on a little secret It is downloading right now (laughs) look at you nice because trials and blood dragon seemed to be something i had to own (laughs) Yeah,
0: no, I, I'm I'm with you there. Um, I'm assuming Danny Meckler that you will be playing this also. I know he's a big Trials player, um, so please. Yes. Um, I I am. Well, I, even I the looked...
2: expansion for the last Trials Fusion was off the wall, and this looks even more off the wall. So. It's oh be fun. yeah 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 yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so yeah, no, uh, super excited about that. Um, on my on my on my uh on my Ubisoft uh, notes here, that is the one thing that I had like triple highlighted Trials <laughs> of the Boat <Bulldog."> Dragon. So yeah, <laughs> excited about that. Um. So then uh, and then all of a sudden in the middle of the presentation, oh, my goodness, hackers have hacked into their presentation, and it's Watch Dogs 2. Wow,
2: we... techie.
0: Well, you know, um, he, I mean, so so this was not a surprise to anybody that was on the watchdogs mailing list from the last game. I actually got an email about it um, like a week ago um, with a with a countdown to uh, being able to watch the trailer that they showed at the end of this presentation. Um, but uh, in addition to that, they showed a substantial amount of gameplay and gave us yeah, some more did. insight into the world and everything. Um, uh, I, I have high hopes that this is going to be the Assassin's Creed 2 of this series, which is to say that they took everything that was wrong with the first one and made it better. Um Oh, I'm it's, sure. Uh, I mean, took I take a lot I, of feedback. Yeah, I mean, here's hoping it, from the first one.
1: It looks markedly better than the first one. Yeah. Having said that, I still don't care.
0: Uh, okay, fair. The um, I, I I personally find it to be a little disappointing that it's no longer in Chicago. It's now moved into the San Francisco Bay Area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
2: but, That's yeah. great. That's great. They can't screw up the bean anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the uh, the the loop or whatever it was called. Um, the yeah, uh, the loop. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: yeah. But um, you, you
1: did not... miss one portion of Ubisoft's um, presentation. They they actually did kind of largely start on uh, Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon Wildlands. Oh, that's right. Yeah.
0: yeah I didn't Which... have any notes
1: on that one because I don't care. But um... I don't <laughs> consider, have not cared for a long time. I was surprisingly pleased with uh, the way that that looked as a multiplayer game. As a single player open world game, looks like the same shit. But the multiplayer aspect of it looked a- like a- like a lot of fun. You know
0: where I think it looks like it could be fun. Where where that where that demonstration lost me? I mean, I've never been, been big on the uh, on the Ghost Recon games in general, anyways. Yeah. But yeah. we you know we met, we alluded to this earlier. This is just one of those multiplayer demos where it's just clearly scripted, like the the, scripted, the, the, yeah. the chatter. Notice my air yeah. quotes. It was you awkward. Know. Yeah. there's the chatter between the various players I mean like it was so scripted and not at all not at all like real like it was just, it was it was painful to watch and so that that I think for me that that that's that impacted my ability to enjoy the trailer and be interested in it like it was it was that bad for me um but uh I mean but you know objectively yeah it looks like it could be a lot of fun um let's talk the, about uh, the
1: super duper awkward portion of their uh of their event, which was the game Grow Up.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. So what um, the
1: fuck was that?
0: Well, so so there's kind of a little kind of an indie darling from like the from the place. I think it's only on PlayStation um, uh, from the last couple of years as uh, Grow Home. Um, and um, you know that that's a game that I it was a, it was a it was a PlayStation Plus game. So anybody that has an active PlayStation Plus subscription, you you have this available to play for free. I'm, I'm almost certain on that. But um, the uh, so they they are coming out with a sequel called Grow Up, which is like uh, I never played Grow Home, so I can't I can't talk about it. But apparently this is that, but they've added verticality to it, um, or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, no the 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 presentation of this was not good. The guy that was doing the presenting was was not oh, not, not, not the right choice. Um, and um, and uh, I don't know, it just it didn't do anything for me.
1: Yeah, I played the John, first yeah, the first game Grow Home. It's fucking weird. Yeah, yeah. This, yeah. this looked like a miss to me. I have no interest in this one either.
0: Yeah, I, I think this was only of interest to people who enjoyed the first one, which, to be fair, as I understand it, there were quite a few. But yeah. um, we three are not members I was not of that one. group. Yeah.
1: How, did, how did you guys feel about their last offering for the, the conference, Steep? Um, I'm bored. Incredibly bored. So <laughs>
0: so Steep is, um, is basically Crazy a game looking. where... It's,
1: I mean, it, it's, it's pretty, I guess, but I mean, no, like, no, it's so. it's pretty. I mean, the idea is insane because it's such a like leap, like. So no yes. pun intended.
0: <laughs> um, so, so it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a sort of a combined. Uh, i'm sorry confined mmo experience that is taking place on a mountaintop like like a mountain range i guess i should say Huge. in various areas yeah it, it's it's quite an expansive area but it all appears to be just different sections of this mountain range like in like the swiss alps and like you know kind of an area where you can basically do like every extreme sports known to man whether it's yeah. suit flying or, or skiing or, or snowboarding or mm. paragliding or, it um...
1: looks like super duper grown up pilot wings, <laughs> without the planes. <laughs> I would say it looks like SSX, but not fun. You think so? Um, yeah. The it, it only looked Wait. fun to me towards the end where they were showing some of the multiplayer stuff off. But I couldn't see spending full price for the game. Yeah, no, it's
2: you don't want to play SSX simulator. <laughs> no, no, I don't. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, <laughs> was a really it, crappy title. To be to be fair, I am nowhere
0: yeah. near the target market for this game. Like you know, I you know oh. this is
2: this is Turley
0: this is as much this sport he gets. <laughs> yes, yeah, um, it's,
1: it's super awkward looking.
0: I mean, to, to be fair, I, I enjoyed S S X because it's more of an arcade game. You know, like there's nothing realistic about S S X. Like it is over the top and stupid and fun and like not at all realistic. This appears to be. I mean, it's, it's not like. Gran Turismo realistic, but I mean, like it's it's more realistic and like you know, yeah. like there are modes where you can just float around in a par- in a para you know in a parachute and just look at the pretty mountains. I will give like, wh- Ubisoft
1: credit for one thing with this game. They are not particularly well known as of late for taking risks on making something new. And while the gameplay, it's well, the game itself looks like it could be a little dull. Some of the tools and stuff that they're putting into it and information you can use and track. Really neat. Um, I would like to see them take some of these concepts and put them into games that people actually want to play.
0: Um, yeah, yeah, I'd do that, I guess. Um, <laughs> uh, aside from that, um, a couple other notes: um, Ubisoft is giving away a free game every month this year, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, you can, um, if you if you haven't played Prince of Persia: The standards of Time, that is your free month for, uh, game for the month of June. Uh, I'm not clear on what platforms that is on. John, did you catch that?
1: No, that portion of it I did not catch, actually. Let me see Um, if I can do a little live Googling. Okay, well, John's looking
0: that up. Um, Mm -hmm. They also took some time to um, kind of talk about um, the Assassin's Creed movie. Um, And, um, you know, just because, you know, of course they want to hype up that and everything. That's coming out this December. And uh, the other thing which, you know, uh, I think is kind of cool is that they're, um, they're going to be making a Watch Dogs movie. Um, mm-hmm. which, um, you know, it, it remains to be seen, of course. I mean, you know, they didn't show anything, so, you know, it, apparently, I don't, I don't even think filming started on it, at least not to the point where they have anything to show. But um, the fact that they're making a Watch Dogs movie, I
2: think is...
0: Well, I mean, it excites me, because the...
2: for all its... What's that? Oh, they they brought that up a couple of years ago. I thought when Watch Dogs came out, they said they were going to make a movie, and then it just kind of fell to the wayside. I didn't realize they brought it back up.
1: Yeah, I, well, I mean, I think... Totally I...
2: Yeah, they. I think like pretty much right away somebody
0: optioned it, but I mean like stuff gets optioned all the time. I mean like it's just and you know, without anything ever actually happening, some people just buy up the rights oh, yeah. and so that if it pans out, they say, oh, yeah, just just in case, absolutely. But no, this is actually happening, and um, okay. and so so you know you know for, for all its failings, I still did enjoy Watch Dogs. Um, you know there was a lot wrong with that game, but um, the um, you know it it, it it hit all my buttons, and so um, I, I enjoyed it.
1: John, good for what
2: it is. is. I'm looking to the second one.
1: Yeah, yeah, I, I did find it. So there's a, um, there's a link. In order to claim your free copy of uh, Prince of Persia: Sands of Time, you can go over to the, uh, it's the clubub.com URL, and then there's like a section of it where it's ub30, which I guess is is this this is their their 30th anniversary. Their their 30th anniversary. You can go there and then, um, literally, just click get the game now. It's free, and you can download it, which I'm going to do right now.
0: And this appears to be PC <laughs> only, unfortunately. Yeah, so. it
1: looks like it. But I, I you, you have to log in. You have to have a Uplay account in order to do it, which I do. I am literally logging into my Uplay account while we're doing the show so that I can download that game. Because I'm going
2: to check my Uplay account on the other side. Maybe it's how you access the site. Oh, okay. Um, while they're doing that, they'll mentioned that the uh, the other kind of pseudo interesting thing that they showed
0: off in regards to, in uh, relation to you know, after they showed off Star Trek VR is that they have a game coming out called Eagle Flight which is virtual reality like eagle racing capture the flag type thing it's uh you know it's like indie it's like indie title like oh, level like it looks like it's like low budget and everything but um you know the uh, the, like the actual people... eagle birds yes yes like yeah, like yeah. like you're oh, a bird God. and you're flying around and you're racing basic.
1: it's very yeah. rudimentary
0: very super rudimentary, but you know, so is Idarb, and we had fun with that. So I mean, you know, are we uh, uh, we taking bets on
2: how long Peta goes out till Peta goes after him? It doesn't look like anything happens to the Eagles, so I mean, like it, it looks like they don't We're talking get talking about a place that went after Pokemon. Okay, <laughs> that's uh, you. Okay, argument made. <laughs> um, oh,
1: so yeah, that's yes. you just said something since you said Idarb really quick. Um, that is what Rocket League reminds me of is three D Idarb. Yeah. Said, okay. With All cards. Right yeah with cars very simple That's
2: simple controlled okay,
1: yeah, cars it's good <laughs> okay um all right uh moving
0: right along into PlayStation and in the Sony's briefing um holy crap just holy crap um the the amount of just stuff the amount of the, the 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 number of announcements and good announcements actually exciting announcements that Sony managed to cram into their briefing i mean like I I stopped watching, like, when when I got to the end of the Sony briefing, like, I had to, like, sit back and, like, collect myself because it was just announcement after announcement after announcement. Like, they. Rapid fire, man.
1: Um, I mentioned that I I like their (laughs) stage setup best, and let me tell you why. Because of everybody that presented for the entire weekend, theirs was the antithesis to the. Trope that E3 is a neon nightmare. It didn't have the super slick, ultra corporate-looking stage setup that Xbox did. It didn't have it didn't have the awkward, like crazy dancers that Ubisoft had. It didn't have the problem of being painfully bland like E3 or like or like EA. Um, it was classy, man. It was classy and simple, and it was about games. You know, it wasn't about the neon noise. So it was like that's last like year. Better than last year, I think. Even. Let's talk about the live orchestra. Let's talk about the orchestra.
0: Yeah, so, so, so that's that's the first thing. So the conference started with a live orchestra, just just playing a song, like curtain down, like nothing else happening, just a live orchestra with like some 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 very interesting and creative. Like there was this there was this one there was this one woman who was like playing a drum and doing these fascinating things with her voice. Um like, I, I can't even describe it, like, very tribal-esque, like, like guttural noises. It was very, she very She was
1: immediately turned into a meme the following day because she was a little, like, she looked very passionate and kind of crazy-looking and a little insane, and it was fun. Of course she was.
0: Um, anything worth mentioning on the internet gets turned into a meme. <laughs> um, cool. But, uh, but yeah, and then so they they pretty much went right into their first trailer, they're, 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 you know, the start of just a rapid-fire of trailers. Um, I, th- I think they had more content and less human beings on stage, like, like of, of a ratio. Like, their ratio of games to people was like, more games than anybody else, like, yeah. by, a, oh, by, yeah. a, by a wide margin.
1: And, like, um, I don't think they showed a single – I don't think anything showed poorly in their show. Not a single bad showing, I don't think
0: um the, the only the only one that i think initially showed poorly was when they so we're going out of order here but um the second thing that they sh- that they kind of mentioned um was a game called um days gone um which they touched on and it was like oh okay but then they actually came back to that at the end of the show and made up yeah, for it yeah. um but okay I, I so but the so, same
3: way.
0: yeah but so so going in order they, uh, immediately after the um the orchest- the orchestral introduction to the conference um the first thing that they showed off is the new god of war um yeah. which is now a lot of people are saying like Kratos is back. I the, to the best of my memory this character was never refer- like named as Kratos. Like he is a giant bald white they did, like, No they
1: English did white. come out and say it's him.
0: It oh it is him for sure. Okay. Yeah, was, so is it is it him in the it, like is it a reimagining of him or is it him in it's like sequel. later in time they said it is a sequel. It's it is a sequel after 4. Okay. Wow. Okay.
1: Well Kratos it, has changed. It, It opens with him saying, here is your mother's blade, but they're not clear on whether or not that is his son or if that kid's an orphan, and they don't – just because they say your mother's blade does not necessarily mean he is Kratos' son. That's the implication, but there's no – true statement
0: was not established yes very true um but um and uh you know it's it's you know the trailer started with him off screen just talking in a you know, in, in this excellent voice um, and you know to a child that you see and then when you see him step onto screen it is it is clearly i mean like it is a character that very much looks like kratos john if you're saying that it was confirmed that yeah, it is him then okay um but he he now has like a a very you know he has know, a charlie a beard, beard. Uh, no 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 he has a charlie beard times like two or three like he like gets <laughs> He has the beard I aspire to have, <laughs> day, but um, uh, but I mean like it is like uh, he is he is much more muscular, much more bulky, um, just li- like more like Gears, Gears of War proportions, but not like in a bad way. Um, yeah. And um, it's 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 an entirely different game. It oh, is
1: hugely like yeah. it probably has more in common with like The Last of Us or or Uncharted the, the, the or yeah. or Uncharted. Very different game tonally, yeah, right it, down to the camera.
0: You know, it honestly looks like if um, it's 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 God of War if Insomniac had done had done it. Honestly, it it it, it I'll really it. does. I'll, I'll yeah, agree. yeah. It, it 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 looks amazingly good. But you know, you know, who, you know, we have no idea, of course, if if this is going to continue throughout the game. But the the section of the game that they showed off, it's um it's it all focuses around uh, Kratos's. A relationship with this boy, whether or not it's his son or just some a kid he's looking after, or whatever. But he's basically teaching him how to hunt. And of course, on their journey, things happen, and they run into monsters and yada yada yada. But like you do, yep. But um, but there's actually some like emotional moments in there. Like there's, and you know, the game is it's no it's no longer. Uh, you know, top down like your typical God of War. It's now like, you know, mu- much more closer. Well, I'm just going to keep saying it. it's much more like an Uncharted game where you can like look all around yeah, yeah, and you you have, you have full control of the camera in your environment. Um, and uh, I mean, there's like I've 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 always been indifferent on the God of War games, but this has me really excited. It just looks really, really, really
1: good. Ricky is asking us a question right now. He's asking, do you think God of War will translate well with the over the shoulder camera placement? There is some discussion about whether or not that fixed camera placement um, is entirely, like, from start to finish, what they're going to be doing, or whether or not it is a mechanic for more storytelling portions of the game. That Whether or not it's going to be one way or the other is yet to be determined. Um,
0: um, I, I, sorry, John, I didn't want to interrupt. okay no, go ahead. Uh, okay. Oh, I, I mean, I would, I would just answer as saying, you know, the... Um, this is a new game. This is an entirely different game. and it so it's, very different to me, yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, like, if you're, if you're asking me if, and if an over-the-shoulder camera would have worked well in God of Wars 1 through 4, I would say no. But this is not the same game. Um, I, I believe that they have completely reinvented everything about the game, and I believe that it will work well based on what they've showed us, because it's not the same anymore. Like, it's, it's you know, it's, it's, to it's just To tec-
1: be technical, um, so this God of War, they're just calling it God of War unless they add some sort of subtext to it later. Yes. But you say God of War one through four, so there's God of War one through three, and then God of War Ascension, which is actually ah, a prequel to the first right. game, Thank you. and then there are two uh, God of War games that came out on the PSP and were later ported to upscaled, you know, like HD versions, of Chains of Promethea, and I don't remember what the other one's called.
0: Right. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, but yes, actually, no, Chains no.
1: of Promethea. That's actually not true at all. That's a fucking Final Fantasy expansion for Final Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, Yeah, it's Final Fantasy XI Olympics. God damn, my fucking brain is garbage. (laughs)
0: That's all right. Uh, But no, no, I'm super excited about it. Um, Games of Olympus. um,
1: I just had to live Google it. Jesus Christ.
0: Uh, Goat. Goat also said it. Apparently you weren't listening. But um, the. but yeah, no, I, I think it looks amazing, and uh, the consensus is that uh, I mean, it seems like everybody is in agreement on this. Um, so then after that, like I mentioned before, they they gave a brief glimpse. to Days gone, um, and they came back to it later at the end of the show to show to show it off. And this is a uh, this is a, a zombie game. Um, this basically looks like like take kind of like the aesthetic of like Last of Us, where it's like you know kind of like a uh, you know a you know apocalypse you know post apocalyptic zombie game, but um, uh, w- w- but in that, the zombies are like runners, and you know, like the um, the uh, like the the redone um, what is it, Day of the Dead or, or um, uh, uh, what am I trying to say? But you know, where you know where you've got the, where you've got the zombies where either they're shamblers or they're runners. These are runners, and there's so many of them, like Day Z kind of zombies, like and,
1: insane um, levels of them.
0: Yeah, and that's the other thing too, the uh, the number of zombies. You know, like pe- people used to be impressed with like the number of on screen zombies you would have in like the um. Uh, the, the the Xbox too many games too many games in the brain um bruh, dead, uh, dead rising the, the dead rising number of zombies <laughs> um but uh, no this is this is this is insane and ridiculous and terrifying yeah, yeah but many... like
1: Left 4 Dead speed.
0: Yeah, like you remember, like you remember the 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 Brad Pitt movie Day Z, or where you know with, like the zombies and where there's like piling up each other and like like you know creating not a mountain Day out Z. of themselves. Was,
1: uh, World War Z, God, War so Z. much <laughs> fucking zombie shit, it's insane.
0: <laughs> uh, yes, World War Z, thank you. Um, that kind of running crazy, like terrifying. Oh God, we're all gonna die, zombies. It's bleh. anyways. Um, so that looks interesting. Um, let's see. Uh, we finally have a an actual release date for Last Guardian, and I could not be happier about that. Um, you know, uh, the, uh, I, I can only hope that it actually ends up being good, but Last, Last Guardian will be out uh, this October. Um, what do, 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 scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Uh, October 25th of this yeah. year. So, huzzah. A finally.
1: lot of shit coming out in September and October this year.
0: Yeah, this is going to be... Oh, my God, yeah. This is going to be a ridiculously packed um, holiday gaming yeah, season. Yeah,
1: I, I told Megan that this is one of those, those years where... I don't, I don't know where to spend what very tiny amount of money I ever spend every year during the, you know, holiday gaming season rush.
0: Yeah. Um, after that, they showed off a Horizon Zero Dawn, which is another game that we had gotten a glimpse of before, but now we got uh, more of a, um, more of a gameplay um, trailer out of it. Um, this is the one where it's, um, you, you would think you're looking at cave people and dinosaurs, except for the dinosaurs are robots and it's in the future.
1: This um, showed so much better this year than last year. Agreed completely. This I am
0: really good. You know what this reminds me of? This this I, I've talked about this game a hundred times before and how much of a sleeper hit it was, but. Um... Um, uh, enslaved odyssey to the west that kind yes, of aesthetic where it's in yes. the future and it's all bright and pretty and then there are these like these robots roaming the wastelands that are like made up of like you know like like you know, like, a, like like they've assembled themselves out of like spare parts that they've come across it looks like that and it's, oh, it just looks so good
1: this looks like a lot of fun uh, this whole game and, and I'm thinking about it because I just saw some of the imagery for it but uh, uh, Ricky Keller and I made a kind of a long standing joke it, I, I don't know if you guys noticed this if you check it out Almost every fucking game that was shown this past weekend had vast mountain ranges in it. I don't know why. Mm, yeah, Mountains true. everywhere. Almost well, everything is nuts. Yeah. Anyways,
0: agreed. Um,
2: but uh, but yeah, go. You've been quiet here. Are, are any of the games we mentioned so far exciting you? Not really. No. You guys are way way out of my realm. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, did you at least look at the the, the new um, God of War trailer? No, I haven't played any of them.
0: I have no interest this, in them. At you know, all. This this is different. Check this out. Trust me on this. Just 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 check it out. Because um, uh, it's it does. I don't get the sense you'll need to know a thing about the previous of War games to be able to enjoy this. Because um, it is so radically different. So um, this is like a reset. It's it's a hard reboot. Hard okay. reboot in in terms of the the kind of game that it is, um, you know, it appears it, it, it's it's purported to be a sequel, like John said, um, but it's so far into the future and it is such a different game. Like, I, so I they're imagine doing the
2: right the right thing of uh, giving you another entry point if you've been gone too long. I, I would I would say that completely
0: based on what we've seen. Yes. Okay. Uh, let's see. So uh, the next game they showed off was a game called uh, Detroit Become Human. Um, Fuck yeah!
1: Fuck yeah! This game. Shit
0: yeah! <laughs> John's excited. So this is this is the next uh, Quantic Dream game. Wow.
2: Um, John, you sound like you're from Detroit.
1: Dude, anything Quantic Dream and David Cage does, I'm oh, no. I just want to fucking play it. The end. I
0: the only the only way they could have made this game better was to base it up, actually make it in the Blade Runner Universe, <laughs> um, because it basically is. It, it's you're in the future, and there are androids that are gaining sentience. And um, you, the, the the big thing about this game is that you know we've seen games before that have tried to come across as you know that there are multiple ways to solve a situation. You can give multiple different results depending on how you get there, but. I don't feel like we've ever truly seen a game that's fulfilled that promise. With this game, in the one scenario that they showed off, it's basically a hostage situation. The uh, the android that you are that you appear to be, uh, you know, the main character of throughout the game, you basically are like a host- like like a like a negotiator. I don't know if that's what you do every time, but at least in this scenario, you are a hostage negotiator, and you're negotiating with another android that is holding a human girl hostage at gunpoint on the edge of a roof, and the. They they did a very good job uh, at least with me of because you know you watch something like this and you're thinking like okay main character of course he's gonna save the little girl but then they did a very good job of of flipping that idea on its head and like you know the uh, in the in this demo that they're showing off it's like you fail to save the girl and the you know the you know she falls off the edge and dies and then it stops and rewinds it's like there are many different ways to solve a situation some some of the way that the trailer was done I thought was kind of hokey but the um. The, uh, they did a very good job of showing, like, actually showing what would happen if you said this, what would happen if you did this. And, it like... was
1: it was pretty engaging. It, I yeah. mean, they weren't clear on what, what exactly the gameplay elements are going to make it up to be, but the trailer in itself, the fact that it's a Quantic Dream game gets my vote, period, anyways, but yeah. that they, yeah, I don't know, man, I was all about it. Yeah, it um, looks really good. Megan, my, my beautiful wife, did confirm to me that uh, at about just a little under 10 minutes, in the new God of War trailer, the little kid does call him father. So, uh, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, I just I overlooked that. Sorry.
0: Well, but but still, adopted birth, like we don't know. So
1: yeah, yeah, hard to say.
0: Yeah, father's yeah. pretty
2: easy. Uh, pretty a pretty random title now. You know
1: what? I'm surprised we did not see a trailer for this weekend, considering they it was in like they, they showed screenshots for it last week, hmm. and it's coming out like in a couple months, I think. The Telltale Batman game. They didn't show a trailer for that this week, and I was shocked.
0: Um, that did get some coverage on its own. It wasn't part of a major presentation, ah, but, yeah, but missed um, opportunity. Yeah, no. Both the both the both both the next season of Walking Dead and the Telltale Batman game got some. They they kind of did their own thing. It wasn't part of a yeah. A big Injustice
1: was the same way. Injustice too. Which, yes. by the way, whether you like fighting games or not, watch the gameplay trailer for that. The fucking facial animations in that are outstanding. Yeah.
0: No. Agreed. Uh, <clears throat> all right. So um, the next thing that was they, um, they 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 w- then moved into their virtual reality segment and basically started to show off some of the titles um, that are be coming out for the um, for the you know the PlayStation VR unit. Um, they say that by the end of this year there will be uh, at least fifty titles a- available for it, which is I a- believe a- a-, a-, a a pretty good number if they end up hitting that. Um, of course, that depends on quality and all that, but um, I was going to say we've uh, heard that before. Yeah, exactly. 50 titles in two months,
2: two of which are worth a shit. Yeah, so we'll we'll have to see. Um, you
0: know, the um, uh, uh, if I remember correctly, the headset is coming out in October. Um, mm-hmm. so fifty titles to get released, between like mid October to the end of the year. I mean, good luck. I mean,
1: uh, it, let's be I, clear, I mean, that's going to be a lot of like like downloadable experiences, stuff. free shit. You know, just to kind of wet your whistle until so they can get more stuff out. Yeah. Um, a lot of with, sponsored uh,
2: induced stuff. With.
1: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. With the VR stuff, there was a lot of it that came out. We have a lot to cover on it, so let's, with the exception of some of the bigger titles on there, let's let's do the quick rundown and and give the thumbs up, thumbs down.
0: I'm 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 going to mention. I'm just going to focus on four titles, and John, you can add in any that you want to yeah, mention. Yeah. So there's the the um, the I believe the first one that they started to show off. Um, basically, it's um, I'll I'll put it this way. Um, I initially thought that they were showing a VR version of PT because yeah, a lot of people yeah, did. Yeah, you're you're in in you're in an abandoned house and you know you're getting like a phone call from a mysterious person. And you're walking around. And you're seeing stuff out of the flash view out of your eyes, and then it uh, eventually gets revealed that um, it's actually a trailer for Resident Evil Seven, which apparently yes. is going to be played entirely in virtual reality. And I'm gonna I'm gonna show you what I wrote here on my notes. Um, <clears throat> Uh, just because, again, I am a I am a big sissy baby. RE7, nope. <laughs>
1: well, here's, well, here's the thing, though. They did say that, that that trailer is not completely indicative of what the game will be. They said it will be more Resident Evil-ish by the time it's released, because this is really early. But uh, they didn't specify whether that meant it would be played all the time in first person or whether there would be a third-person element or not. But what was brilliant about the way they pitched this demo during E3 is they had it playable on the floor under VR, and they were just calling it Kitchen Demo. Oh, funny. uh, Because when the video first pops up, it says before kitchen, and so people were like, what the fuck is this? And it shocked everybody, man. It shocked yeah. everyone when they yep. announced it as being Resident Evil Seven. I am thrilled that they are doing something different and taking a risk with that series because it needs a cleansing really bad.
0: It, it's also subtitled Biohazard, which is kind of interesting because yeah. you know Biohazard it's is what the Resident, Yeah, Biohazard is what the games are called in Japan, and so um, you know, I, which leads me to wonder like, so in Japan is a game called Biohazard Seven
1: Biohazard? Like oh no, no, actually, there's something really brilliant about that. Um, let me let me show you. I'm gonna screen share if I can find this really quick. I really really hope. Well, if they do uh, it
2: right, in Japan it'll be biohazard subtitled Resident Evil. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, actually, that would be pretty good. While John's pulling that up, the other VR titles um, that uh, they got
0: me excited. Um, they're coming out with a um, a, uh, um, a a VR X-wing mission for Star Wars Battlefront, um, which uh, oh which my God. looks so good. Um, the, uh, and then the next thing they're doing, which they didn't show any gameplay of, but um, they are coming out with some sort of VR expansion or mode or something for the Batman Arkham games. Which, I mean, all they showed was like some artwork over Mark Hamill's the Joker talking about mm-hmm. how about about wait wait like... wait
2: yes did you hear that hear what did you guys hear that hear what I'm hear what pretty sure Nick just swiped his credit card for. A period, <laughs> period. You, you listen closely
1: <laughs> in the distance yeah <laughs> yeah pretty much
2: um, um, you know, it,
0: it's basically just just Mark Hamill's a joker talking about how like Batman and his mask and then it comes out to say like it's our Ar- it's Arkham VR you know I, no idea what that actually is gonna end up being as far as what I've seen but uh, it's interesting and then they they and then they showed off Final Fantasy 15 on their side of things and uh, highlighted the fact that there's going to be some sort of virtuality mode or something for Final Fantasy 15 not the entire game I don't believe but some sort of um, uh,
1: the it, it's a really short demo type thing and people from the showroom floor who got to play it said it was absolute fucking garbage Really? they said what you saw in the trailer <laughs> is literally what it is you're in like a fixed camera area you kind of pop in, you shoot at the monster a few times then you watch them fight it and then you shoot the monster a few times and then they fight it and then it's dead it's literally just to help the, that's what I'm talking about the, the 50 things available are not going to be full fledged games and titles right. that's, a, okay. that's a bloat that is a bloat, yeah, but... and, and I'm fine with it because I understand why they're doing it. But that's it is misleading. I think it might rub a couple people the wrong way.
2: Okay. Um, I want to screen share. I just share what I was turn-based fighting being
1: real fun in VR. One second, okay. The, what I want to screen share. This is first. I'm going to show you the logo for the new Resident Evil, which I really thought this fucking logo is really cool. It's the V, the seven is you know built into the Evil logo. Uh huh. They did something similar for the Biohazard logo in Japan. Check this shit out. The 7 is built huh. into the Z. How Ooh, cool is, is subtitle that evil. Yeah, isn't that fucking cool as shit? That's, that's, that's brilliant. That's very yeah. well done. Bam. Somebody's using Bam. their thinking cap. Yeah, it's about time they got their head out of their ass and started doing art.
2: <laughs> well, technically they should probably get their heads off that giraffe's penis, but yeah. Oops,
1: <laughs> nope, moving on. Um... <laughs> Anyway, I didn't um, make the cover
2: for six. So the
0: um, uh, so then I think they did. Um, I uh, uh, the the developers of this game I think did a really smart thing. Um, mm-hmm they then they, they then started the next uh, the next trailer and it's um you're basically you're in like a spaceship and it's like it's like a big like it's like a, it's like a you know a space it's like a, it's like a capital ship it's like you know it's like a carrier and like you're a pilot and you kind of like watch yourself like run down a, down down a, you know through like the ship and you see all this stuff around you and you get in a fighter and then you yeah. you, know, you launch out of the ship and you're in like a big big really cool looking space battle and then you get out and then you like eject out of your ship and you end up like um you know like I say on foot, but, you know, you're floating around in space, so I don't know, so, you know, you're floating around and you, like, break into, like, you know, a window on the ship and you, like, take it over and you go in there and you blow it up and then you, like, steal a ship to, like, get out of it.
1: Very awesome gravity stuff, man. Yeah. gravity stuff.
0: Yeah, and they did a really awesome-looking demo and it wasn't until at the very end (laughs) when everybody, I hope... I. Um, where where I'm I'm assuming a good number of people like me were like oh this looks like a really good game when mm-hmm. then they said like and
1: this is Call of Duty Infinite Warfare
0: and we're just like oh 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 oh
1: I knew what it was going in I knew what it was going in I looked at Megan and I said Call of Duty this is fucking Call of Duty I know it's Call of Duty yeah because they were trying to shock people into going look we've changed until you get into the ship and you're on foot and gravity's restored and then it's the same Call of Duty you remember it's only the space bits which I guarantee you are gonna be Few and far between in that game. I would be willing to stake money on it that those are very, very small, very select sections that have that, and then the rest of it is standard run and gun on foot Call of Duty that you remember. It's, it, uh, I mean,
0: could be, but you know, the fact. I mean, the I, from a PR standpoint, I think they did a very good job of just because of the the amount of um, you know ire that they've gotten out of yeah. gamers over their announcement. I think I think it was very smart of them to. To, to show off this trailer in this way. It was like, look at this great thing. Look at this great thing. Look at this great thing. By the way, it's Call of Duty. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I th- so I think that was very well done. I,
1: I thought it showed really well. Um, yeah. It looked impressive, yeah.
0: Um, and then uh, the, the the next big surprise that Sony had was um, they welcomed onto the stage um, Hideo Kojima um, with, um, and where he showed off well, something um, he she showed off a thing, and um, it's a it's a trailer it's a teaser I should say um, for his uh, his new game, and I, I almost feel like I don't want to talk about this. I feel like I should just direct people to go look up the trailer for um uh death uh what is it I can't even remember Death Stranding it. death death Stranding. Which it, here here's what I'll say. Um, knowing Hideo Kojima like we do, um, I am completely Open to the idea that, first of all, that's not going to be the final title of the game, and second of all, that what we see in this game, as far as we know, it's a dream sequence. I mean, like what we saw, what we saw in this video is just so freaking weird surreal. and confusing and yeah. surreal, and like like baby handprints walking away, and like
1: naked Norman Reedus. Spoiler: I don't mark. think that this tells us anything about the game. I think this no, is Kojima doing what he does, which is making everybody feel like they're on drugs. to me this is the equivalent of like in the uh, spoiler alert if you haven't seen Batman vs. Superman
0: for for me I'm expecting that this is going to be the equivalent of how in the Batman vs. Superman trailers they showed so much stuff out of what ended up just being a dream sequence in the movie I I, I kind of get that feeling out of it but maybe not I don't know but it is so unlike Metal Gear Solid in everything but that it is so very clearly Kojima like this has him written all over it
1: yeah oh yeah crazy so
2: to, to weigh in on this real quick, I'm, uh, until further notice, calling it Silent Hills number
1: nine.
2: Um, I
3: mean, because but, it's...
1: <laughs> just because it has Norman Reedus, which, by the way, the only thing I don't like about that trailer is that it's got Norman Reedus in it, because I think he's overrated, but that's just me. <laughs> um, yeah,
2: but, but everybody's walking dead, and he's going to get money for it. And two, I want to say that all of the stuff we're going to see for the next year or two out of this game is never going to be in that game.
1: No, no, I'm <laughs> gonna disagree. He he usually uses everything he shows, usually. just not in the way you expect. Yeah, yeah. He just mind fucks yeah. you with it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it's all gonna then, boil down to normal
2: Ryu being Metal Gear.
1: <laughs> That's it. He's gonna turn into a Metal Gear. Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, and then uh, the kind of like one of the last things that they showed off was a um, a uh, a new Spider-Man game. Um, which is it console exclusive? Did I?
1: Uh, I, I I'm almost positive it's PS4. I I could Oh yes. Um, yeah, exclusive yeah, yeah, yeah. PlayStation 4.
0: Exclusive PS4. Now maybe a timed exclusive. We don't know. But right now they are saying exclusive to PS4. Uh, it's a new Spider-Man game. Um, um, is it Spider-Man with moving eyebrows.
1: What's that go sorry. Yes, actually his eyes move like they do in Civil War.
2: Okay. I'm just making but, sure which Spider-Man we're getting.
1: Insomniac <laughs> is making it, but it's an original story oh, nice. to be clear.
0: Yeah, it's um. Go. It sounds like you're familiar with Spider-Man, so I'll show you. It's this Spider-Man. Brand
1: yeah, it's current Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Nice. No, they're saying it's a separate Spider-Man from the Marvel movie. It's not the same oh, thing. God. They're saying. Is that like Ultimate
0: Spider-Man? Spider-Man? Like with the the way? Like I feel like Ultimate Spider-Man is the one with the big, yeah. the, the giant white spider. I
1: rabbits. think that that's mostly an original design, honestly. I think I mean, that's I think kind of hybrid. Ultra
2: 99 New Spider-Man-ish.
1: Yeah, <laughs> it looks like maybe you're right. Like Ultimate Spider-Man mixed with uh with Uh, Civil War movie Spider Man is what it looks like they were going
0: for. But the fact that it's being made by Insomniac, I think, is um, is great. I mean, like you know the um, you know the uh, you know we we've we've gotten you know superhero games have been given um, you know a a fresh start thanks to the Arkham games, and I I feel like it's it's time that we um, that we give some of the similar treatment to some of the other superhero properties out there. So I have
1: high hopes. uh, I recommend Um, watching this video, this gameplay video, though, because it like the animation is. Beautiful, like it's, yeah, it's really it's, sharp, man. It, it looks, looks really so good.
0: Fun. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah I, I, it really does seem like this could be like the, you know the rebirth to the Spider-Man franchise. Yeah. Um. That that Arkham Asylum was for Batman. So here's hoping. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a bunch of other little stuff that they uh that um got announced both in and out of conference. Um. But um. That's that. Th- those are kind of pretty much the big things. Um. Uh, 700 100 of them. <laughs> yeah, no, seriously. The um the amount of stuff that they announced in that in that was just it was just stupid. Um the uh they straight up
2: Tyson dust. <laughs> they just came in blow after blow after blow until we were a bloody pull. It and, moved on.
1: <laughs> and I would like to note, yep, yep. This, this is just a, a personal thing that I kept waiting for all day. If you guys noticed, almost everybody that stood on a stage or in front of a camera for the weekend was wearing uh, was wearing a ribbon in support of the uh, Pulse nightclub shooting in Orlando. Yeah. Sony is the only, only presentation for the entire weekend that actually stopped and took time in the middle of their show to address it. And what a terrible thing it was live on stage! And I thought that was mad classy, man. I kept waiting to see if anybody would do it, and they were the only ones that did it.
0: Um, I think somebody else did. Um, who was I watching today? Er, um, crud. <clears throat> it wasn't. It wasn't. I mean, like Microsoft didn't. Yeah, um, Bethesda didn't. Maybe it was. Was it Ubisoft? Um, I think it, Ubisoft. I think Ubisoft may have addressed it. Um, I don't think they had like a moment of silence, but um, I believe. Oh, Nintendo. Nintendo did. Um, that's right, and which well hello segue. Um, so and so then the last <laughs> company the last uh, companies pseudo press. I mean like they, I mean a complete lack of a press conference that they had was um, Nintendo basically um, did a did a digital event um, where um, they uh, they they did a, they they did address that at the top of it also. But then they basically spent. Uh, as far as as far as I caught, they they spent the entire day talking a little bit about Pokemon uh, Sun and Moon, and then the rest of the day was pretty much nothing but the new Zelda game. Um, Goat, I imagine that you paid close attention to these two uh, close attention to these two things. Uh oh, yeah, yes, yes, I did. Yeah, I, so, I, I watched so... them very good. I, I try, I, so I watched the stuff about Pokemon, but see the the problem mm-hmm. with with Nintendo's presentation is that they didn't have like a concise like here's our press conference like it was just no, sort of like no. information kind of kind of came out over the it, course of like their trying out stuff virtual. over multiple yeah, days and so day. yeah so so do you have like a summary that you can kind of give over um, over the, the what, Pokemon stuff?
2: I mean the Pokemon stuff what they really did was they just kind of showed you what's going on. Um, they've done some major improvements now. You can have four player battles instead of just two. Um, there's, um, a little bit of, uh, like, little aesthetics to where, like, the time of day now, it'll actually reflect on your console, so if you're playing at night, it'll be dark, and blah, 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 kind of like they did, um, with the original ones, like the the red, white, or red, white, wow, red, yellow, and blue, (laughs) you know, it was darker at night, it was lighter at daytime, the little aesthetic stuff, um, other than that, I mean, everything else looks pretty, pretty standard, except those are, like, the two big highlights I've seen. Okay. But it looks it looks phenomenal and just four player battles sounds like a blast
0: i imagine that that can be i mean that's a whole that was probably a whole another do different thing to have to try and consider um, so when you're when you, so when you're playing through the game like mm-hmm. um will you be will could you potentially be battling with like like is there like an online thing to this like would you be battling with like other just like random other online people or are just other up to three other NPCs I, I know you can do you know PVP battling just like well, you know, if you that's make what the a four player to. part will be yeah the
2: four four player battling will be PVP i will go and I'm guessing the way I seen it is you'll still do the same way you do now where you go through a menu set up okay. the match oh so, so
0: so the the four the four player battles don't don't appear to be in the story is that what I'm was that
2: what I'm gathering I mean there's from? already yeah, I mean, there's, that's just for for player or trainers and trainers. So okay, and right. then they're gonna have trainers in town again. So okay, uh, are you excited? Nice. Oh yeah, it looks great. I mean, ever all since right. X came out in this new UI, it's 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 you know breathed breathed breathe, whatever the past tense of breathe is. Uh, new life into you know a potentially flawless game. I mean it isn't broke, but yet they're still making the right fixes. Does that make sense? Uh, yes. And are you going to be getting sun or moon? And what is your starter going to be? I'm going to get moon because then I can moon people. I mean, come on, easy joke. <laughs> um, <laughs> and um, I'm I'm thinking the little Firebird because I usually play a fire one. But your that fire case. Horse... Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Uh, there's 700 and some odd. All right, and soon to be more. Um, but i I might I might play the sympathy card and, and play the the this poor seal who everyone hates.
1: poplio poplio is fine. Leave poplio it. alone. I don't even. I'm not even a huge po- Pokemon fan. Uh, Pokemon. Pokemon. Fan. <laughs> Pokemon. Yeah. <but laughs> I, Pokemon. Full Bill Cosby, which is not a
2: good uh, card. John. Uh, Pokemon is a whole other thing. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <it's>... <laughs> that, that's the vivid video title. <laughs> 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 but you got to spell it P O K Y, Poky man. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, We're hyphening that shit. Yeah. yeah. Um anyways though, um I'm terrible here's with names. My, here's I, I my feel bad on, for him. Here's my t- here's my take on the treehouse stuff. Um Legend of Zelda was beautiful and did you guys watch the the long form like 20 something minute uh gameplay demo? Yeah, it was kind of boring. Charlie? Yeah,
0: I I was running out of time so I found like a couple like like shortened versions of it. I didn't watch the entire thing. So I caught uh, like the
1: highlights. It's a huge change for Legend of Zelda. It yeah. looks it doesn't look like Legend of Zelda in a lot of ways, but it does. Like people have been asking Nintendo to take risks and modernize things and this is a huge like there whether it's loved or hated in the end, this is a massively different take on Legend of Zelda. I'm yeah. okay with it.
0: But it looks it, I it's beautiful. It. It's, it's beautiful. More, I already love it. It's much more open world from what I've seen, and it's got like this, like this survival mechanic and element to it. Like yeah, you've got to like make food and like like capture, like like capture and kill your own food and stuff. It seems yes. like and yes. it's, it's
2: like a whole different thing. Um, so, so so here's the one mechanic that I am super stoked about. You don't have a companion in this one. No. Hey, listen. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> mean little black woman on the t- wolf. None of that. It's just you. Midna. In quiet Hyrule.
1: <laughs> I'm sure you'll um, have Epona. Maybe Tingle. Yeah, well,
2: you can download Tingle. No,
1: no fucking Tingle. Well, so, no so Tingle. We, know, we, uh, we, uh, Epona, uh, we know Epona
0: is going to be in it from one of the previous reveals. Oh, yeah, she, and then and then you can you can use the um, the uh, um, the Twilight Princess Wolf Link amiibo and put Wolf Link in the game as as a temporary companion once a day until until he dies. Um, but uh, but
2: yes, in game just right. as it comes, no companion. How many days does the wolf got? Hmm?
0: No, like, like once it's, you um, kill
2: your wolf, it's over.
0: No, you, no, you you can use. So when you when you okay, so br- uh, so briefly, uh, when you finish *The Twilight Princess*, the, the Wii U version that came out a while ago that came with the Wolf Link Amiibo, at the end of it, there's like a special extra dungeon that they made just for this version. When you're done with that dungeon, um, it prompts you to um, to, sk- to to put your Wolf Link Amiibo on the pad, and it saves the number of hearts that you managed to finish that dungeon with. So then, when you're playing, uh, what's it called the breath of breath of what's it called? Uh, the news. Breath Zelda. of the wind. Breath of the wind. Um, um, you can you can use your amiibo and tap him in, and however hearts you manage to finish that dungeon with, correlates into the number the amount of life that your wolf link companion has in the game. And so of course you can protect him, and as long as you keep him alive, he'll stick around. But if he uh, if he ends up falling in battle, um, you have to wait 24 hours of real world time to be able. Well, to use him again, and then and when he comes back, he'll have those same number of hearts again. But it's one—it's a one-day use thing, um, unless uh, you know. And how long he sticks around—it just comes down to how much life he has and how well how long you keep him alive for. Um, yeah. Conceivably, you could have him with you the entire game if you—if you don't let him die. But um, yeah, but yeah. So just so uh, it's kind of a little thing better. that the amiibos
1: don't matter. No, they really yeah. don't. And to me, like, I, here's my final take on on. The treehouse presentation nintendo didn't show anything because right now they don't have anything to show and the zelda is all they have to show and then i mean they did something for the people who have a wii u and they did something for the people who had a, a new 3ds and that's, that's all they much, did anything for yeah that's so, all i got
2: that's all i got in the, in the barrel right now to show is pokemon and zelda the i mean the fact
0: that they didn't tell us i, I don't think anything about their next console is you know is i'm telling you they're saving it for tokyo yeah. Well, yeah. That's that's probably true.
1: Yeah. They no. I think they did sense. say that they, their biggest their biggest announcement for an X is going to be a TGS. So they they just there's nothing on deck because they're 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 squeezing what's left out of the toothpaste tube. You know that's that's it for. The, I mean we've reached the end of the the Wii U's lifeline and uh,
2: yeah. New they're at 3DS, the end of the wave.
1: Knows, you know for sure, but uh, you know it is what it is. Well, I mean I, they got the
2: new new 3DS to come out with.
1: Yeah probably I, I was not thrilled with their presentation overall it was actually really boring um, Pokemon yeah. go is coming out in July though for anybody who cares yes so. mm, cool. yes and it has a wearable yeah yeah
0: yep um, all right so that's that's certainly not every announcement came out over the weekend but um, that is that is uh, the highlights as we as we put them together yeah um, hopefully we as covered we everything. Fit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah <laughs> we we didn't cover everything, but we covered the um the, the stuff that people seem to be talking about and they're interested in the most. Um, so um, we uh, I've got a lot more that I want to talk about in terms of all these things, but we'll save that for our analysis yeah, yeah, show. For sure, for um, sure. So so our mailbag question naturally is going to be um, well well I, I, I hate this, but yeah, it's a thing. So who do you think won E3? Um, and uh, if you if you. I know I know what the popular answer is, and so um, it, just tell us why. Um, like like specifically, what do you think it was about whoever it is, that, or or if there, if there was a game or a company, the one E three, tell us why. Um, and then what are you most excited about, and what do you think were giant disappointments? So that's that's naturally our mailbag question for you. Uh, we'll mm-hmm. be back with our impressions and round end uh, and, and you know our reflections episode um, this coming Sunday, um, mm-hmm.
3: which is, which will probably
0: be a long one. <laughs> yeah probably yep, yep. So, probably just Usually, yeah. in yeah. use long in. <laughs> yep it's um I mean that's Gonna be our so it's going to be just just our our, our our reflections in the mailbag. So no news because we've already got all the news. Unless there's something huge that happens, we'll probably just we'll, we'll just be talking about that. Sure, sure. Um, and that'll be at 8 p.m. on Sunday, um, uh, June 19th. Um, so please uh, get Central your feedback Central. in as soon as possible. You can send that feedback to um, uh, to any of the any of our contact mediums. And so if you like what you heard and you would like to let us know what you think, you can find us at gamerheadradio.com, at Facebook.com/gamerheadradio, at Google.com/plus/gamerheadradio, backslash plus and on Twitter at Gamerhead Radio, where I'm at TEK Charlie, John is at the uh, Fallon Flynn, and uh, Goat is at Sir Goatsworth. I like your little finger dance there, Goat. That's fantastic. Um, <laughs> I like how to get some music behind your little spiel. <laughs> um, I, I like it. Um, you can email us at editors at gamerheadradio.com or call us and leave us a voicemail at 94926gamer. Again, feedback uh, for, uh, for all the E3 stuff. Great time to take advantage of the voicemail. Please, please use it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you can uh, please download the official uh, Gamerhead Radio app. Available on Google Play on Android devices, or you can subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, SoundCloud, YouTube, Twitch, with your podcast downloader of choice. Um, once again, thank you very much for watching and listening to this uh, extended, but I think, gentlemen, relatively complete um, uh, roundup of all of the, uh, the all the biggest news that came out of E3 2016. This has been Gamerhead Radio, episode 172. Good night.